Hello and welcome to the FSF Popcast Live Edition. Hello and welcome, kids and cadets, to the FSF Popcast Live Edition. This is the show that makes Zero the Hut seem to be less annoying each and every time you hear us. That felt personal. It was. It was personal for me. And that only came to mind today because I was watching the Clone Wars movie because I'm going back through a Star Wars watch through, you know, because that's what I do. Uh, I finished the other day. You got to so the I'm, end, so then you started over. I just start back over. That's what I do. It's my jam. It's how I roll. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I'm watching the Clone Wars movie and I hate Zero the Hut so bad. And he's so annoying. And I just, uh, let's see. We, we got some more comments already. Oh, early, early, early. Kathleen better be on this one. She is. And no, haha, you do not get a refund. Suck it, Trebek. Ta-da! Um, you have to deal with me. <laughs> and Dustin, is, is it possible to get a refund? Possible, yes, but you'd have to be a Patreon member first. Uh, we'll, we'll be talking yeah. about that here shortly. You have uh, to be so, first before yeah. we're going to refund you for anything. Uh, yes, Jason does not I get... Thank you, and now I have ears, too. There we go. Uh, very good. All right, so guys, hey, we're we're real excited to have you here tonight. We got a whole lot of uh, a whole lot chaos. of wait. I I like to call it fun. I mean, chaos makes it seem like we're unhinged and we didn't plan any of this, which is totally true. And um, but yeah, it is what it is. It's what we do best. But you know, guys, before we get into all of the whatever is going to happen, nobody knows shenanigans. <laughs> yes, what he said. Shenanigans. To say thank you to our show partner, Level Up Sabers. When you find the video. guys and you see that link click the link follow the link buy the lightsabers do the thing have the fun you're an adult spend your adult money on silly adult things better than a stick better than a stick better than a stick it and won't break as easily as a stick no and the person you hit with it will also find out that it's better than a stick they will break not, easier than they would with a stick yeah because not only is it going to sound super cool as it comes in to hit them uh but it's probably gonna leave a well too it's a right, pretty solidly right. constructed well. thing Okay, well, while you do your next little talkie bit, I'm going to go get the bread out of the oven. All right, you do that. I'll be back. <laughs> All right, guys, we want to thank everybody who's been tuning in over the last 15 episodes of our Star Wars RPG. Uh, tonight is actually episode 15. We're really excited to share this with you. And each and every month when we present this, we have a blast. We have uh, we have two regulars uh, that come in, or three uh, regulars rather, uh, but two only two of them here here tonight. But we're we're so proud to to welcome Casey uh, Plot and uh, Ben Riley and Sam Nilsson in with us, and we'll get to them here in just a minute, and they'll all tell you where they're from and and how to follow them and all that stuff. But we also want to remind you that subscribing to our YouTube channel helps us continue to grow, helps us to continue to get amazing guests for you each and every Friday. And if you're not already, we encourage you to take this opportunity to click the link down in the show notes below 
and follow us on Patreon because we've got some really cool stuff. As a matter of fact, episode seven of our Stargate review was posted just moments ago. And so uh, that's for the episode called Cold Lazarus from SG1 uh, season one. And uh, it's a great episode. Probably I thought the best written one so far, but just prepare yourself for the emotional damage that ensues from that episode because it's it's a little rough. But anyway, so there's a whole lot of exclusive content on there. And depending on the the level of which you subscribe to our Patreon, you can even get exclusive merch that nobody else gets. And yeah, it can come quarterly depending, again, on the level that you get. Plus, you get ex- access to bloopers. I don't know if I mentioned those already, but if not, there's a whole lot of those. I make the majority of those and you're welcome. Uh, there's also exclusive content like the Stargate review. So if you're a Stargate fan, we are going through that. And we're also going to be working in some other reviews uh, here and there, just some onesie twosies uh, as we go. Right, so, what? Exactly. Are we going to review Dr. Seuss? We could. I mean, I wouldn't hurt my feelings. If we do it, we're doing the cat and hat version just because I want to do this, play the clip of Mike Myers. <laughs> Dirty hoe. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I love that movie. That movie is terrible. Anyway. Oh, it is. It's it's awful and wonderful all at the same time. So, uh, yeah, we can't do this without you. We really appreciate your support. So buy a lightsaber. Follow us on Patreon. Get some really cool stuff. You guys will not be disappointed by some of the cool stuff that's out there. Not to mention all the bonus content, the extra content that comes from each week's interviews. Stuff that you're not going to see out on our normal platforms like YouTube or audio platforms. It'll just be your typical level of disappointment with us. Exactly. You are not. Uh, (laughs) That's right. All right. And then also we want to remind you that we have some nerdy guests waiting in the wings, ready to come in. And if you watched last week's episode, then you already know that we're all scared to death because John tried to kill us last week. So last week, last month, it really feels like it was yesterday. So yeah, yeah, there's that. So anyway. All right. Well, in the virtual green room, we have the one... The only RGM, the bringer of our doom, our dear beloved friend, John Moss. You're just trying to kiss him up so that he doesn't kill you. Oh, I have other ways to do that. It doesn't work. You might know she gets shot a lot more than anybody else. I have noticed that, and I, I have enjoyed that greatly. That's what I do. It might work. <laughs> All right. Also in the virtual green room, next up we have... Our dear friend, Sam Nielsen from Growing Up Skywalker. Hello, hello. Grateful to be here. Hello, hello, Sam. And then also, last but not least for tonight, uh, we in the green room, we have Ben Riley, the hearty healer from TikTok. Oh, hi. Hello. Oh, hello. Yeah, hey there. Well, hey, howder. Well, welcome to the show, don't you know? Yeah. Yeah. I had so much fun. Midwest and Canadian. I had so much fun going through Minnesota and North Dakota when we went out to meet my uh, visit my son last week, and we were driving through Minnesota. The second we hit the state line, I'm like, "Oh yeah, hey there, don't you know?" Well, we're in Minnesota. Oh, we're in Minnesota now. Be so, careful if you order a salad; it's not going to be a salad. Yeah. It's probably going to have Jello in it. <laughs> And maybe some, according to how I met your mother. What? Going to. Okay, so there's. I'm there's so a, a, terrified now. There's an account on TikTok you need to find. Uh, that Midwestern mom, 
Mm-hmm. She has she has an entire series of Minnesota salads that aren't really salads. That the majority of them that include either pudding, Cool Whip, or Jello, and some variety of crumbled cookies and mixed fruits. And Is according, okay? no, they're no. in Minnesota. And according to uh, How I Met Your Mother, most of them, a lot of them, also contain uh, hearty doses of mayonnaise. So, oh yeah. So there's I mean, also there, that. There are a lot of the salad recipes that she makes. I'm like, oh, I've had that because it's also a Michigan thing. It's a Midwestern thing. But it's also the, wow, there is something profoundly wrong with our foods. All right. So, yeah. So, like I said, uh, we have our guests here. We want to help them or let them introduce themselves. Ben, we'll start with you this week. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you? Oh, hi. How's it going? Uh Yes, you can find me at Hardy underscore Healer on TikTok. I have some nature videos. I have Spider-Man skits. I sometimes do Star Wars stuff when I can get the blades for my lightsabers that I left in Florida several months ago. <laughs> so I'm working on getting that stuff. Uh, but I do a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, come check me out. That'd be awesome. Very, very okay, next. cool. <laughs> yeah, he's a good file. He's... It's... Ben does some fun stuff. And then, of course, we've got Sam. Sam. Hello, Hi. Sam. Hello. I'm Sam. I'm one half of Growing Up Skywalker, which is a podcast where my partner and I go through all of Star Wars in in-universe chronology. Uh, because we're going on vacation later, we recorded a double header this week. And we recorded were the finale of Kenobi and the pilot of Rebels. Oh! Check out the uh, the finale of Kenobi tomorrow. Very exciting. It was a ton of fun. We've had a a great... It's so dark, though, but now we're doing Rebels, which is where, you know, that's where true fans get involved in Star Trek and Star Wars. I I can't wait for you guys to get into Rebels. I am literally a little giddy about this one. Um, As much fun as I had with you guys in, in... and Clone Wars and going through that up that that series with you guys and and listening to your guys' reactions to everything. I am literally giddy about Rebels. I'm like, oh my god, they're getting to Rebels, they're getting to Rebels. Anyway. I, I'm also very Star- excited. Star Wars is fantastic, Tim. Hey, at least he's watched cartoon Star Wars. I have watched some of it. Honora has now watched more of it than you have. Wow. Well, that's okay. another reason why I love that kid. All right. So, young Jedi, does that count? Yes. Where, where does that fall in here? <laughs> in Growing Up Skywalker, it's got to be on the timeline now. Go back to the I, is it canon? I haven't watched it yet. It's got Yoda in it. So, a lot of things. I don't think that that's an acceptable answer as to whether or not it's canon, but I believe it is. I believe it's considered canon. Okay. So, the, not the short, not the shorts, but the the full episodes. I believe are considered canon. So. I'm not positive. We'll have to check on that one. More, more projects. More projects. More things to find. Um, Can I and... stop right before Rebels and watch this one now? <laughs> Just in very real world gaming situations, there is now a cat threatening my board and my minis. Is That's that clearly the newest monster. Hello, exactly. Baby. I don't have a rank where I have. He's not a monster. He's just a baby. <laughs> He's cool. just yeah. a baby. Sorry. <laughs> He so, just cry outside the door if I didn't let him in. And just one quick, horribly selfish plug from myself. Um, 
recently I was uh, able to take on the role of being a contributing writer for a website called The Dork Side of the Force. And uh, so I released this. This is my first published written article. Hey, it's you. called, yeah, Three Reasons You Should Be Watching Star Wars Rebels. So since we were talking about Rebels and, and growing up Skywalker, I thought I'd bring this in. Uh, I'll put a link to this in the comments. We'll put it in the show notes as well. But it's a it's a really fun, uh, I think it's a really fun article. Of course, I have, I'm a little, uh, you know, biased about that. But it's a fun article talking about some of the things that you could be looking forward to if you haven't watched Rebels leading into Ahsoka and why you should be watching Rebels leading into Ahsoka. So anyway, uh, that link is in the comments, and I'll put it down in the show notes here later. But there it is. Go check it out. The Dork Side of the Force, uh, written by yours truly. So anyway. Tim, I cannot tell you how many times I have thrown that article at people that I work with because I mention I like Star Wars. I talk about like Clone Wars and everything and Rebels and without fail most of them say ah rebels is like a little kid show and i'm like don't you dare read this read this from somebody who used to think it was a kid's show it's such a good show it's so So anyway we're out kathleen tonight (laughs) and (laughs) i had to wait for for that one to finish all right (laughs) i put my gesture away before you turned my camera All right, guys, let's get into tonight's game. We've got a little bit of an introduction, and then John will appropriately try to kill us all uh, again this this month. All right, the introduction says... I was anticipating that I also heard music in my ears. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. (laughs) The galaxy is in uproar. A team of insurgents has lashed out, allegedly attempting to assassinate Emperor Palpatine on Duros. While the Emperor the Empire struggles to maintain order as wild rumors spread, our heroes return to their base on Dantooine. Their homecoming will not be all they expected, though. Things have changed in their absence. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on a second. You you what do you mean it's not as expected? Hmm? What do you mean it's not as expected? Yeah, what's well, um, it? I'm sufficiently worried because I was doing some practice rolls while we were talking and doing oh. all this, trying to get my hand warm. Mm-hmm. Do that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I haven't rolled above a seven yet. Don't. I'm not the only all. one. We burned all of our luck last session. We burned, we burned so many 20s last session. Don't I, same roll. thing. Rolling prior, I got the highest was a 12, and I'm just like, we're so dead. <laughs> we're so doomed. Yes. <laughs> See, the only Yay, thing I do is I do, the, I do the one test roll. It's the, which set of dice am I grabbing? I will grab them. I will do a test roll of the d20. If it's under a 10, I put it away. If it's over a 10, I give it a shot. No, I, I have to use the same set, or else, like, Scurvy's ghost will haunt me forever. <laughs> I, I started out by using the, the, the really nice set that my good friend, uh, friend Ben Riley sent me. See, really cool. Um, but hold on. Maybe maybe those dice have run their, their luck. So while you're testing that. Nope, nope. The, the Stashwick dice aren't any better. All right, screw it. Let's go. <laughs> We're doing it live. We're doing it live! Oh I'm going to need more stormtroopers. Anyway. <laughs> I really should have gone and bought a Nerf gun. Anyway. So 
The Tortuga settles into his hangar in the barn on Dan. You are close enough for spitballs, just saying. I am. I just need to remember where I put my straw. Anyway. Anyway, I'm sorry. You were saying, John? Yes. So the Tortuga settles into the hangar that is the barn (laughs) on Dantooine. Everything seems to be checking out. Everything's going smoothly. The ship powers down. That's not what the intro said. (laughs) Everything seems to be going smoothly. Oh, Lord. Well, uh, we've scoured the inside and outside hall for trackers. Uh, Mm -hmm. We've been completely radio silent for five days. I'm starving. I I also want to say while we were heading back, I like... I've I've heard this a bunch of times. I like depolarized and repolarized the hull to kick off any magnetic attachments while we were going. A robot can have no attachments. Mechanics roll for that. What's up? Oh, mechanics roll. Yeah, I. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with the blue one because that's I'm hoping better. All right, all right. I'll take a 19 plus 12. <laughs> oh wait, no, it's a plus eight. Mechanics, you said? No, it's plus 12. Okay. So, yeah. It, what you were trying to do was theoretically successful. What? Hang on. Hang on. I don't like that word. We're so good at non Theoretically, I don't like that. So, we've scoured the inside and the outside of the hall. We've done everything we needed to do. We feel very safe and secure. Yep. And uh, now it's time to go get paid from that purple-haired gal, and let's uh, let's have some fun. Yep. We've proven our worth to the rebels, that's for dang sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, she is conveniently waiting for you. So. Hmm. Um, so, saw the hollow news feed. Looks like uh, the old man was capable of surviving, like, a lot of rockets. Um, so you check for trackers before you left. Yeah. So, no, but we didn't found one when we left, and we're 100% sure we haven't been tracked back here. Okay. But they would have tracked us for a hot second when we left. All right. But we were not immediately heading here regardless. Yeah, that's why we've been gone for five days. Ah, okay. We went to... We went to Tatooine, Alderaan. We went everywhere. Oh, well, good, good. good. Naboo. Um, because your pictures are kind of everywhere right now. That what is surprising. Oh, apparently, some stormtroopers had the, uh, the recording unit active in their helmet. Hey, but we took mm-hmm. all their helmets. Or broke them. Hmm. Well, I used the one to push the elevator button. Yeah, I feel like that would have broken it. But all right, I probably would have cracked the body cam. Yeah, I think Tim tried to say something funny, but he muted himself. You're still muted. Oh, oh yeah, I coughed earlier. I was just like, yeah, I think uh, she smashed actually the trooper's face basically into the buttons. So, really nice job getting getting things accomplished. Uh, it was aggressive. So, need you guys to lay low for a little while. So, if I have any more work for you, it's not going to be near civilization. That's probably best, anyway. 
Yeah, we're uh, we're gonna be. We got targets on our backs from the Empire for a while. So if you need anything else done out in the rim or anything, <sighs> bummer that he didn't die. That w- Did he die? It. Well, he he, he's given an address since then. Yeah. Mm. So I don't know if it's that he's still alive. That was pre-recorded. There was a fake somewhere. Or we I mean, got his body I, double. If, if he's a human, like I, I got the aorta. Like that's, <laughs> I don't, that pretty much always works. Like unless they're in a hospital. Sometimes even that. Um. This is now the second time Palpatine can make the speech. The attempt on my life has leave, left me scarred and deformed. Yeah, now it's just. Apparently, I got rid of all his cholesterol in one fell swoop. So, yeah. And all so, I can think of is me sitting over here going, "Hey, what would I be some fries?" Anyway, okay, go for it. <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah, I'm going to disappear for a while. You're not going to hear from me. Okay, he hands you um, a data pad. This has the transponder code that will be contacting you for future assignments. You cut out for a second. Hmm? Yeah, you okay, you good. It wasn't just me. Yeah, you cut out for a second there. Okay. Yeah, from now on. Transponder code, and that's it. Yep. No names from this point out. So we're going to need a call sign for your crew. And we're going to assign a call sign to your contact. What's the thing that eats uh, a goober fish? It's like a... A bigger goober fish. No, no, it's like a... a <laughs> There's always a bigger fish. Um, What is that thing called? I got that. I was just looking it up because it came up in... Oh. We got to have something... Colo claw. Yeah. Okay. So you'll be the colo... Colo claw? Claws. Okay, you'll be the claws... And your contact is Pivot. Pivot? <laughs> All right. Are we moving that furniture? sound like a really bad sitcom reference. Pivot? No. Okay. So, I'm going to disappear. Try to uh, keep a low profile for now. We make no promises. We are not good at keeping low profile. We'll try, though. Come on, guys. See how it works. Might happen. So she leaves the data pad and she just walks out. As she's leaving, um, one of your castaway crewmates, um, Balagod, the Rodian, comes in. Hey, um, guys. Guys. Hmm? Um, I'm not sure which one of you to call boss. Um, uh, I'm guessing it, it's probably Udex because I, I work you know, I, I try to fix things. You yell at me a lot. Um, so, Zap apparently took uh, No No Nachu to the spaceport. What? When? Yeah, No No, no left a message for you. Um, it's it might be hard to understand. I, it's Gungan. I, I mean, I watched him record it, and it, it, it's rough. Okay. You, you, so you watched him record it, so yeah. play the message. You already know what's on it. Okay. Hey, 
Misa be really, really bombed sad to tell you this, but Misa be having to leave. Misa got some uh, family obligations back home. Is um apparently Misa forgot Misa supposed to have kids too. So Misa gotta go home, take care of responsibilities. But Misa love you and please don't die. Okay, bye. Where where's my robot? I have questions about Gungan biology. <laughs> Did, the, the more important question hmm? did Nono take the pants money yeah his his parachute pants were literally our bank account no he um yeah. he only took what he needed for the flight and he left the rest so, but not the pants he took the pants right he was wearing different you know oh, nobody okay. wants those pants he's wearing different pants right. scurvy come here no, I immediately go to where Nodo's room is and try and find the pants. They've already got rivets. I'm going to rivet them onto you. Who's <laughs> going to do that? Scurvy, how wears the pants? Scurvy, Scurvy has a pirate hat and parachute pants. I really need somebody to draw this for me sometime. No, no, not you is going to come back with even bigger, 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 baggier parachute pants. And later on, big ear pants, big ear pants, yes, ear pants. All right, well, presumably this just happened, so Zap will be back from the spaceport soonish. But if we're bouncing, then we'll figure out what to do. But, um, well, does this data pad have this is just like a code of like if you receive a message from this random ass random string of numbers, then it'll be that's the number to answer, yeah. All right. Cool. So, um, what do you guys want to do next? We do have to do. Uh, we got a. We got a plan because we do have to do something with this obsidian star. I was just, just going to say we still have that star thing. We have to. We have to figure out because we're still looking for another one, right? Yeah. Are we looking for another one, yeah. or are we just trying to figure out what the where to, where to the the origin of this one is and more about this one? Well, we were going to sell them for like a pittance, but we might be able to corner the market on them and sell them for a lot. Because we have the one person who's like actively trying to find them for like a museum or something. And then the, the cult that's chasing them down for religious reasons. Yeah. So let's play so, against We just got to get more of them. Start a bit of Trying to remember. They're supposed to be like seven, or are they just seven pointed stars? And I'm getting the number out of that, Mr. GM. There were seven, yes. Okay. How many do we know of so far? We have found two. So there were four known so far. Okay. So there's three more somewhere around the galaxy. Mm -hmm. And I um, believe you were given a hint about the deep core. Hmm. Well, if we're going to lay low on the outer rim, no one will expect us to go to the deep core. <laughs> closer we are to danger, the farther we are from harm. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, on uh, back on my home planet, they'd say, when you're underneath the Rancor's jaw, I can't see you. So. Huh. I rather like that one. <laughs> Because they have stupid skulls and they have eyes on the top to watch for predators. Like the tiny little eyes, too. We gotta watch for predators. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, let's do that then. 
Yeah, that's that's our next best lead. Our last um, job with the Huts we burned. Our last job with the Rebels we burned. So uh, kind of a win here. Did we get paid for that job? Did the purple-haired lady pay us before she left? Um, she gave you the credits for the explosives up front. I remember. Yeah. Yes, but did she pay us for the job? Because we were not. The job was not to kill this person. It was to make a scene, and we made a scene. <laughs> we did exactly what we were told to do. I specifically recall asking that ahead of time. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, you got paid. And what was cool. our payment? For that? One million credits. What's up? One million credits. <laughs> Four pairs of Gungan pants. <laughs> yeah. 20,000. 20,000? That's not bad. Well, it's not enough to buy a new ship, but we are getting there. I also want to... I realize I didn't write this down last time, and it has been a month. What was the damage die for the cannon I had attached to my back? <clears throat> it was? I believe that I was think a- it was the, the heavy repeater that Warmer Ted also has. Oh, Z six. Yeah, Z six. I remember because I I remember I went full war machine where I got wrist blaster, rocket, and the the repeater cannon on the back. And now you have a pirate hat and a pant pants full of money. <laughs> yep, it's three war machine with pirate cap and pants. It's a minus five to hit. Uh, Unless you have a bipod or tripod or possess a strength score of 14 or higher. But it um, it does 3d10 damage. Do I technically count as a bipod? Well, I also have a strength of 14, so... You're so, you're fine. So I'm fine regardless, but... That's a high strength. Dang. Well, I'm a B2 battle droid. I needed it. He's the biggest and the strongest. He doesn't even work out. Yeah. Am I actually stronger than Edna? 14's high. No. Okay. I had a feeling. All right. Well, um, let's uh, let's send uh, some coordinates, or I guess Zap is probably going to zoom back and go into a torpor in the in the ship. So we'll take him with us and head into the deep core to track down this uh, this thing and. Maybe when we're there, we can get some bandwidth and hack in some new identities and stuff. I can, uh, yeah, I can. I can pretty easily change myself to look like a lame Iridonian instead of a Dathomirian. It's pretty easy, actually. So I might have. Um, I, I, I probably have connections that can help us with that. Hmm. Yeah, I can also try and scomp in and like change all of our data. Uh, in the system. Do you think we could make you look like, say, something besides a B2 battle droid with an eye patch and a hat and a peg leg and a rocket booster? Yeah, and what's a wrong with B2 weapon? battle droid? Just tell everybody he's a parrot. You I turn my I turn my hat around. You'll never notice me now. Yeah, that's, that's oh, true. You <laughs> 200,000 other people. Shush. Actually, yeah, you're probably the most well-disguised person here. Actually, the Wookiee needs to go buy a bunch of hair dye. Like, no, there's there's stormtroopers about, which means the clones have all been kind of phased out for the most part. I'm assuming. At this point, yeah, yep, they would have been. 
Yeah, we're uh, we're a limited number now. We're a collector's edition. You're fancy. Collect us all. Mm-hmm. So you're actually probably more of a target than I would be. Ooh. Mm. Interesting. Because at this point, like, how long has it been since the Clone Wars? Uh, about a decade. Yeah, so at this point, people are assuming all the battle droids have been completely reprogrammed or disassembled, right? That happened within, like, a week of the end of yeah. the Clone Wars. Yeah. No disassemble. So, after about a decade, people will look at a B2 battle droid and think almost nothing of it. Yeah, it's like us looking at a flip bonus. Yeah. yeah. It's more of like a, wow, you still have something that old. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like your shirts from the 90s? I only have two of those left. Anyway. Hurtful. It's impressive. Thank you. Only one of them's older than me. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're going to go to the core? Yeah. The deep core. Sure, let's do it. I mean, unless we have another job. That's not going to get us killed. Did you set Sorry. up like, auto payment for the taxes before you left? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we did pay the taxes. Okay. Yeah. Just check. No, they're not going to reach our farm. Space IRS coming after us. Less bureaucrats. We need less bureaucrats coming after us. Who was flying on the way in? Uh, Whoever shift it was. Yeah, I'll take it. You want to roll? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah. So thank you for rolling out your bad dice. Natural 20, 35. Okay. Never going to get bad again. All right. Happy to have assisted. You're welcome. <laughs> they were helpful. Apparently, we switched sides on that. All right. <laughs> you can have all the terrible die. So, are you going to take off right away? Do you want to gather supplies? I don't really need anything. I mean, we've probably eaten through well you meat bags have probably eaten through most of the food so probably restocking would be a good plan mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yes we go see our kitchen uh, I would like to try no we're we're nowhere near any kinds of like arms dealer or anything so I can't re-up on rockets and stuff we'd have to go to a no that'll probably be on our desk. planet our destination planets, probably. Yeah, maybe we can hit like a sketchy syndicate planet on the way in if there is one, but probably not. We're, we're way out, and if we're into the deep core, we'll be like jumping through past Princess Tet. It's going to be a weird, weird flight. If there's any other Tween planets, maybe we can stop at one of those. And really want to go to another one. I mean, you know, we've been to Tatooine. We've we hang out on Dantooine. Is one of them not covered in sand? Bothaway. Yeah. Secondly, not an Uween planet, but it's close. And it is Dan in the mid rim. Dantooine is actually just like Space Kansas. So. Ugh. It has nothing there, but it's in the middle of a lot of things. I still think Nebraska's worse. I don't know. I've never been that far. So. We'll fix that. 
Nebraska sucks. Nebraska sucks. Anyway. Sorry to all the, Nebra- the Nebraskans out there. If we have fans <laughs> from Nebraska, let us know. If you're from Nebraska, <laughs> we apologize, but not really, and choose a better yeah. state. We're, we're, we're not sorry about it. We're all just right. sorry you live there. Lester's well, I mean, it's just it's one state over. It's, a, it's, it's okay. Yeah. We're also sorry about Jason being from Ohio. So it's oh. not just Nebraska. We don't like Ohio either. Real quick, back to the, the actual thing. What? There's a uh, thing? I'm thinking Both Week because that is we can get into like the black market. They're really oh, good with supply oh. stuff. We could potentially hack into Imperial Records and change our stuff from Bothawi. So we have less danger when we get there. The Bothans are so insular, though. They're always like, every time they've come to see a race, they've been like, don't want to talk to anyone who's not a Bothan. They have like their own crazy games always playing. They very rarely leave. They don't accept many visitors. They're worth it, but I don't know. Well, I think we should uh, we should pack up our stuff and set a course and see what's on the way. I'm good with that. I don't care. I can shoot somebody wherever, so let's go for it. <laughs> oh, right. So, leaving the farmhouse? Leaving the farmhouse. Before we leave, I'm going to take a little bit of time to just weld together what looks like a storage container and put that over the big gun that I have attached to my back. That way it doesn't look like I have a massive gun on my back. Okay. So it looks like I have like kind of like a storage crate that's magnetically attached to me instead of, you know, a heavy repeating blaster. Okay. So you're doing that while you're resupplying the ship and refueling and everything else, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. All right. So, Ted, I need you to make um, a perception roll. <laughs> Don't like this. Uh, this is not good. Uh, so I, that's a total of 12. What you get for rolling when it doesn't count. Okay. Ben told me to, he was doing it. I was just did what Ben did. You needed to roll more to get the bad stuff out. (laughs) So having just made yourself a, a Nerf sandwich, you're walking out of the kitchen to go outside and see what else needs to be done. There's a speeder parked in front of you. <laughs> and your friend, uh, what was his name? Colonel Proctor is getting out of it. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Not the proctologist. Is this the well, uh, Yep, very nice Imperial uniform. Got a couple troopers in the back of the vehicle with him. <laughs> well, hello, Ted. How have you been? Good. Good. All right. Good to see that we got your payment. Um, But I kind of need to take a look at your crew. Okay. What for? May I ask? Well, there have been some reports on the holiday. I'm sure you've seen them. Um, And not trying to, you know, profile anybody here, but some of the people that you had here seem to match the descriptions of the, the individuals that we're looking for. 
Okay. So if you could what just you? You know, help me round everybody up so we can ask him some questions. Just real quick question, uh, not to not to Colonel Proctor, but to the GM. This is the guy that came by last was like worried about, you know, the. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie artichokey. All right. All right. So you just need to talk to everybody then? Yes, I do. All right. Let me see if I can round everybody up. All right. Yoo-hoo, fellas. <laughs> you want to just... Ta-da, the crew. Be fun. All right, let's just line up. Do it. Are we Are we all lining up, or are you grabbing, like, the crew that's not the crew? Grab the crew that's not the crew! Like, do we have a code phrase for this kind of thing, or are you just going into, like, the He's hangar? Like, some weird everyone except you next. Phrase. He's like... This is not something we say. We're like, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) He's got clone uh, clone codes that we're just like, what's happening? It's an older code, but it checks out. Pineapple, pineapple, pineapple. Uh, So, who are you calling, Ted? Not us. It's just an open call to everybody to come on out. Great. (laughs) So great. I I, I hope you carry on without us admirably. Edna checks out the window and sees what's out there and does a big old nope. <laughs> Perception roll, please. I'm in the middle of welding stuff together. I'm busy. All I said is that I would call everybody. I didn't say that they would come out. I, that, that was my level of help. Give me a second. 17 plus 9 brain has stopped mapping. 26. Okay. So, as you look out the window, what's going on, you notice two more Imperial (laughs) armored speeders converging on you. Heavy armor. Heavy armor. Well, looks like we're going to have to fight our way out, huh? Good times. Good times. (laughs) Pineapple. 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 (laughs) Do we still have our comm links? Yes, I do. Presume so. Right. so, so, other than Ted, because he's too close to the other people. Um, problem? Elaborate. Too many Imperials. We are in an, on an Imperial-held planet. No, no, the, the proctologist has troopers. <laughs> so, uh, Not a prostate exam. At what uh, location are we all when that call comes in? Because that feels like that's the code red. Yeah, so I'm I'm apparently I'm standing out front. So I'm getting off the thing, and I so I'm just like, hey guys, Colonel Proctor's here. He'd very much like to talk to each and every one of you. Code Brown. Now with that, What, what can Brown do for you? So is my pants. That's what it does. Okay. Well, then, if that's what you say, and then Edna says code brown, uh, anyone inside, man the guns. I'm going to do a strafing run. So you're going to take the ship? You know what I'm going to do? I'm actually going to take the Z95. Ooh. Is that yeah. your swoop? No, it's my fighter that I acquired from what's his name in exchange for letting him live. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a jetpack and a big heavy gun. I'm gonna just kind of pop my way to the roof of the farmhouse and not peek out until I hear the first shot, 
and then I'm ready to go full war machine from the roof. Okay. Um, You had been off welding the thing onto your back, though, right? I'm not welding it to my back. I'm making more of, like, a box that I would put over it. Okay. So the box is still just on the ground, and once I hear Colonel Proctor is here with troops, the project can wait. (laughs) So I'm at least making my way towards the back of the farmhouse, trying not to be seen. All right, I need a stealth roll from the droid then. Eh. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> he's super sneaky. I mean, this that's is not four- going to end well. That's a fourteen plus something. He's a uh, hey, I act. I took proficiency in stealth. Actually, I that's a fourteen yeah. plus eight. That's a what is that? A twenty-two? A twenty-two? <laughs> Why did I take stealth for moments like this? They because probably have the, the droid tiptoeing behind people. <laughs> the the droid in a pirate hat and gungan pants. You don't. It's actually me. not the metal you hear. It's the sh- 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 of the nylon pants. <laughs> it's a good thing they're not sequined. So, yeah, true to form. Um, stormtroopers can't see anything in their helmets. Well, that's because they're terribly designed. So the widest part of the eyes are like over here, and then the narrow part is where your eyes are. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though the speeder goes right past you, somehow they don't see you. Cool. Yeah, you're like a scarecrow. He pretended he was a cactus. <laughs> they mistook you for farm machinery. I mean, okay. technically, fair enough. They're not wrong. Fair okay, so Ted's out front of the house. Scurvy's going up to the roof. Udex, you're taking. Your headhunter? Yeah, and I'm going to cause a massive ruckus so that everyone else can escape. So I'm okay. just going to start strafing. All right. Edna, where are you? Um, I was in the farmhouse. Mm-hmm. Toward one of the front windows so I could see Colonel Proctor. Are, are one of us able to fly the Tortuga? Yes. Oh, yeah, Edna, it's your ship. Do you okay. have pilot skill? I do. Oh, okay. there you go. I'm not great All at right. it, but I got it. I mean, right now, start flipping switches, turn the engine on. Right, yeah. No, so I am going to, um, very, very, in my best sneaky wookie style, head toward the ship. I can just see here and there just... <laughs> the, the it's like when a golden retriever... Off. It's like when a golden retriever tries to sneak. Okay. That's adorable. All right. <laughs> I like to imagine that Tortuga almost starts up like a diesel engine. <laughs> so, like, trying to, try to stealthily chug, start chug, a chug, diesel. Chug, 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 chug. I've been woken up by more diesel engines than I want to remember. Um, that's not easy. All right. So, um, as the non crew staff are starting to assemble, um, Ted, you see these other speeders pulling up. Colonel Proctor kind of smirks. So where are the rest? Um, I don't know. I put out the call, asked him to come. Okay. Start telling him about the Gungan mating season. Uh, the Gungan, he took off. It's Gungan mating season, and Zap took him to go drop him off. So we're uh, so I'm I'm down a couple to begin with. So I see, I see. Going to um, doing, the, doing the best with what we got. To be honest with you, rather convenient timing. 
Okay. Go into awkward detail about Gungan mating season to distract him. Just as a moment, I actually researched that. I spend more time than I want to think about looking up Gungan mating rituals. Uh, Not okay. Your Google search's history has got to be amazing. That is honestly the worst part of being any kind of like author or game master or anything is like you have to type into the Google search bar like I am so sorry FBI agent that's watching me I swear I'm not a killer throw in being a parent of a four year old exactly it just yeah. it all goes out the window you get the all weirdest right. questions alright so Udex so is this going to be a vertical takeoff or are you going through front doors Whichever is more dramatic, and also I'm turning on the big light. Yeah. <laughs> the Retina Destroyer. The Retina Destroyer 9000 is on. Okay. All right. So if they're like in front of the uh, front door, I will open it and then lights on and mm-hmm. then guns blazing out okay. and start strafing. All right. So it does the. Like... Wow. Transports right in front of you. Yes. Cool. Well, stationary target. No boy. All right. Go ahead and make an attack roll with your uh, with your ship here. Okay. I have never done this before. So, is this kind of a pilot roll for gunnery purposes in a single? No. Segment? This would be. Hold on, let me grab the appropriate manual here if I can find it. Yeah, I was just trying to look that up, but. Yeah. I'm not worried at all. Totally not scared and think we're going to die because there's That's wrong, like two platoons of stormtroopers just directly at our farmhouse. Mm-hmm. And we're and now two people down. Uh, don't want to say that I being... noticed. Our, our GM got a little vengeful after not killing us last round. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I did not get vengeful. I wouldn't do that. Lies, all lies. Okay, so I use the base attack bonus. I use my base attack bonus. It's intelligence. It's okay. Right. Yeah. So, oh, but it has a it has a CL. So I'm using that. Right. Okay. Um, and it's intelligence is twelve, so plus one. Yeah, so it's a plus five. Anyway, I got a uh, twenty-two to hit. All right. Twenty-two. That will hit. Beautiful. The damage from the light blaster is 3 10 times 2. While you're rolling real quick, I want to say the moment I heard the chugga chugga of the guns, I'm aiming at the colonel. Okay. Uh, 20, 52 damage to the thing. 2 damage. 52. 52. All right. That does not obliterate it. However, it does light it up really well. There are sparks flying, smoke coming out. It like drops down on one side because the repulsor lifts are shutting on, shutting down. Perfect. Well, then I'm going to fly out and start doing laps and uh, draw fire. Okay. All right. And who's up next? We never rolled for initiative, did we? We did not. No. Yeah. That's kind of why I was saying I'm immediately firing at the colonel. Okay, this, 
You guys, but we can roll for initiative too. Can I save that dice for later? I don't need a twenty on initiative. Yep. All right. <laughs> so we're rolling for initiative. That's what I'm hearing. Yes. I got a thirty. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, a thirty's real high. Do I have an initiative? Am I proficient in initiative? I am. So that's that ends up being sixteen. Sad about it, but I got a twenty-two total for initiative. <laughs> What'd you get? Scurvy? Uh, 16. 15? Kathleen, good. Is that the number you rolled? No, I've been wheatened. No. Alright, I need your total, though. Seven! Seven. Okay. All is well. Hey, at least it's only for initiative. (laughs) Doesn't matter. As long as, you know, that's... We already got some like sneak attack actions. We're good. Okay. I mean, you never even like super checked if I was stealthing to the ship or not. I don't even know where I am. You're on the ship. You're on the Tortuga. You said you were already flipping switches. He's. Uh huh. Okay, good. I'm yep. there. Then we got this. So, Udex, Ted, me, Edna. Bad guys are in there somewhere. And um... somewhere in that mix is the entirety of the Stormtrooper army. Good to know. Hang on for the order. I really, really, really. Oh. I love how me and Sam have like our links or like important things, and then you just have the GM who smiles. Please don't kill me, and you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Which really makes me think: Are you referring to actually shooting the troopers? Or are you telling the GM to try and kill us? <laughs> Look, Farmer Ted has never taken a shot or been shot at and didn't enjoy it. All right, so top of the round, we have Udex. Cool. Big evasive maneuvers, get a picture of what's going on, and firing at targets of opportunity. All right. Uh, give me a pilot check and then an attack roll. Pilot check. Uh, 15 plus 13, 28. Okay. Attack. Attack roll is definitely a hit. I got a crit. So 22 times 4. 88 damage on my next attack. 88 damage? And what was your target? Were you aiming at one of the transports? Yeah, one of the transports. I apparently found its explodey bit. You really found the explodey bit on this one. You hit it from the top and it just. Hit <laughs> <laughs> a fuel it cell or something. Every time. Yep. Alright, well, that's a high kill. I'll be right back. And then. Alright. Seriously? (laughs) This is is another planet we're never going to be allowed to come back to. (laughs) Like, we started a semi legitimate business and we're never allowed back here again. Yep. Alright, Farmer Ted, um, what's your reflex defense? Um, not enough. 20, I think? So a 24 would be sufficient to beat that, right? Well, mm. there's a 20, then there's, um, let's see, a class bonus and an ability mod. So the 20 is your total. A 23 is, I think, is what I have. 
Because if you add the ability mod and the class bonus, then it's 23. Okay. So then 24 does hit. I don't like where this is going, but yes. <laughs> so a squad of stormtroopers that has not been blown up by Udex opens fire. Great. And you take 22 damage. Bye, Ted. No, I have 83 hit points, so... So presumably, I'm not still, happy about it, right? You're, you're still in your armor. Yeah. Okay. Does Does your armor have a DR a damage reduction? I it is Mando know. armor. It's Mando armor. I was just told to wear it. Okay. So I don't know. I can look that up for you. All right. Yeah. See if Beskar changes any of that. All right. All right. All right. What am I doing? Always good to ask that question ahead of time. It was heavy Mando armor, as I recall. Yeah. I don't have those stats in this mess in front of me. I got you. One second. Thank you. I just show up, smile and nod, smile and nod. I don't believe it has DR. Okay. So 22 damage. What's your, what's your fortitude score? Oh, 19. Well, then class bonus of 2 and ability mod of 2. Okay. Alright. So, you're going to go down one step on the condition track. So, you get a negative 1 to your rolls going forward. Mm, crap. And your defenses. But it's your turn. Yeah, I don't know how I like this. Alright. Uh, let's see. So, am I standing right in front of uh, yes. Captain Proctor, Colonel Proctor, whatever his name is? Yes, you are. And is he the just wearing one? Of, if he's just wearing one of those nice gray imperial pantsuits? Um, he has a blast vest on, but you know, it's not a whole lot. All right. Well, I'm going to introduce blast him to my vest Z6. doesn't cover kneecaps. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to introduce him to my Z6. Okay. Uh, let's see. So, uh, this is 25. 25 to hit? Yeah. I got a 19 plus a 6 on my base attack. So, minus 1, mm-hmm. 24. Oh, yeah, that definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. All right. Bye uh, bye, Colonel. Uh, let's see. That is a 3d10. So 10, mm-hmm. 19, uh, 21, then a plus 1, uh, so 22, so 21. 21? Is it to, I think it's oh. just minus 1 to attack rolls. Is it to damage as well? Uh, no, that doesn't apply to damage. So. Yeah, so it's a 22. It's not a 21. Okay, it's a 22. Ooh. Yeah. All right. You gonna take any further action, or is that all you're doing your turn? Um, is there anything that uh, nearby that I can take cover behind? Um, yeah, there's some rocks, decorative large stones. All right, I'd like to move behind the behind cover. Okay. All right. Ted, also remember, you too have a jetpack. We all got jetpacks last session. Oh, I, I remember. I got it all written down here. 
All right. Colonel Proctor <laughs> next. Takes a couple shots. Three. That might work. Um. So let's see. You're behind the rock now. Yes. Yes. So gives you. Yeah. He, he just shoots and hits the rock. Just sparks flying off the stone. Little chips going here and there. Good. All right. I like that. All right, Edna. Where were you? I made it to the ship. Right. Wait. I I was next. But I got a 16, Edna got a 7. Yeah. Yeah, Scurvy, then Edna. Okay. Yeah, he was just making sure he knew where I was. Yep. Oh, okay. My bad. The whole me having to leave the room to go make sure that the tiny human was okay, and I hear, I got this under control, a little terrifying. But we're good. Fair. So, the uh, the, the non-crew staff, um, the, the stormtroopers open fire on them. Not, not the expendable NPCs. Yeah. You gave us name, gave them names, and now yeah. we got attached. Oh, uh, Balagog drops. Kyle's wounded, and Gormunda, your forearm chef. Um, it actually seems to be okay. She seems to tuck and roll out of the way. <sighs> Don't kill the lady who makes her food. Right, and now it's Kirby's turn. Ted, you gotta, you gotta grab our cook and drag them back into the ship before we leave. <laughs> Alright, uh, my turn. Yep. I, I'm, i like, peering over the roof, see all this happen, see that the colonel is still standing, and just wrist rocket. At the colonel? Oh, yeah. Go I want it. him gone, because I know stormtroopers act like chickens without a head once their command structure's dead. Mm-hmm. And when two of their transports have been exploded by a Z-95. What is that? That is a... 18. 18? Yes. Not super high, but high enough, I hope. He actually, like, ducks out of the way. You. Just goes over him. I'm gonna do it again. Okay. It's a, what is it, to a minus for a second attack? Minus five. Great. There's always a chance for a 20, though, right? That is a nat 20. (laughs) That is a nat 20. It's right there. (laughs) I rolled him, like, as you said, there's always a chance for a 20. It just goes, there it is. <laughs> There's always a 5% chance. Yeah. Alright, so... Oh. First one misses, and I'm just like... No. <laughs> Maybe that. Right, so that's... <laughs> 3d10. Yep. Uh, ooh, that's... 26... Times 2 is math. That's... <laughs> 52 plus... 1. No. Yes, fifty-three. <laughs> All right. So the first shot misses. The second one hits him square in the chest, and there's that split second before it detonates, where he kind of looks up. Goodbye, bye, bye. Yeah, and then is disintegrated. Woo! Yep. Great. Uh, and, and I can't move after that. I don't think right because I used. Um, you can take, like, a, take a step. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna just, like, pop back down. Yeah. <laughs> on the other side of the roof. Right. That's it. Falling down is a free edge. Or so it's crying. Yes. And it's Edna's yes. turn. And then we'll be back around to Udex. Okay, so I made it to the ship. Yep. <laughs> Hmm. 
How far is the ship from the house? Um, uh, hundred yards, hundred meters. So okay. three hundred feet ish. All right, we've already established. I flip switches, mm-hmm. got her up and running. Yep. I would like to. Um, fly her over toward the house, like hovering over the house, if I can do that. So that she's close. So that Ted can possibly use his jetpack to to fly to, like, get into the ship so he can run the gun on the ship. Hmm. Okay. If I do, like, a a sky lift from there. Alright. I do need a pilot check for this. Because you gotta remember, you're trying to not roll over people as you fly. Right, right, because that's not fun. That's still a totally different maneuver. That hurts us. Okay. My precious. Uh, that would be a 19 for my pilot. Okay. Okay. Not great, but... Was that your total or just your roll? That was my total. Okay. Alright, so you managed to get it up and flying over to where you want it. Because... Yeah. I can't fly it and run the guns at the same time, but like, right? I've got it so that I can start opening, mm-hmm. so that. My <laughs> <laughs> shirt. Mean... And speaking of the horse, gonna come around to you next time. All right, one more transport. You're, you're and, headed uh, coming back around. Yeah, I'm coming back around. All right. Hopefully, Wait, real uh, quick. nothing hmm. in the. You mentioned the colonel showed up with a transport, and then you also said there were two. Does that mean there's three transports or just two of them? There were three. Okay. Now there's one was hobbled, one, and a half. one is dead, and one's fine. So there's right. one and a half at best, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting clarification so I know what I'm doing next. Oops. If these things even survive to the next round. Well, my plan is no, so let's see what we can do. <laughs> let's see if that works out. Right. Okay. All right, so there are also troopers on the ground. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, I could, like, pitter-patter scatter the troopers, but I feel like knocking out their transports is more damaging for morale. Okay. Also, the transports have anti-air guns, so I'd... Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to shoot... I'm going to come around in a tight turn and uh, strafe up one of these transports. Uh, Not a great piloting roll. That is a uh, 24. 24? For piloting. And then for attacking, that is, oh, it's only plus five. 17 to hit the dang thing. That will hit. Cool. Uh, dice are cooling down. 26 damage on that one. 26. Okay. Um, you basically blow the passenger compartment off the back. Brilliant! Um, the the end drops down, but it's still hovering. Mm. Cool. Uh, Conveniently, the the anti-air cannon was mounted on that part of the... Uh... <laughs> All right. Oh, well, now I can start making a real mess. Yeah. Uh, radio in. Hey, are you guys getting ready to to go? I I think I've shut them all down up here. 
All right. Uh, Scurvy, what's your... Nah, well, uh... It should be me next, then Scurvy. No, they're shooting at me. Yeah. Um... Oh, gotcha. I knew that. Four to, four to two to 17. Reflex is 19. 19. But I am ducked under the roof now. Or at least on the other side of the roof, so I don't know if cover helps. It does. Uh, total cover gives you a plus 10. Okay, so it would be 29... For okay. my reflex. So, bunch of shots hitting where you would be mm-hmm. you know, along the roofline are coming through the, the material just over your head. But nothing quite gets you. And yes, then we're on to Ted. Alright. Mm-hmm. Um, should I go back to the ship or just finish off the colonel? Because I kind of want to finish off the colonel. Uh, the colonel's finished. The, the colonel's boots are there. Oh, I missed that part. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I, I obliterated them with a rocket. <laughs> yeah. That's who you hit with a rocket. Okay, oh, well, yeah. very good. Then I just want to get back to the ship, then, and so I can get to the uh, into the gunnery. Okay. Um. So I assume I'm going to have to do a pilot check for my jetpack. Yes, actually, you would. Just Superman your way up there. I'm not worried about this at all. All right. So is it an acrobatics check? Total, uh, either way, I'm, I'm screwed. So it's uh, 18 total. 18? Okay. Um, you managed be worse. To... <laughs> <laughs> you managed to land on the ramp. Not terribly gracefully. You, you almost face plant into it, but catch it with your forearms. I'll take it. I'm there. Right. Okay. <laughs> like to imagine Ted does a, a big jump, bonks his head a little bit, lands flat, and then is like, all right, I'm in. Because, of course, he would hit his head on something. What about Scurvy? They want to know if they shot off Scurvy's hat. It's not shot off, but it probably has, like, a hole straight to the top. (laughs) Another place to put another gun. Exactly. (laughs) Just the barrel of a gun just goes out the front. It's like, you thought I was unarmed. Not wrong. All right. Um... I just thought of a really stupid thing. Udex uses the hole through Scurvy's hat as like a tripod for his sniper. <laughs> I need to build a mounting system that you can like stand on as I'm running. I just want to. I just want to hear Udex be like, "Stop moving!" <laughs> Making it bounce. Okay, so Scurvy. Hi. Hi. Uh, even with the plus ten, will a thirty hit your reflex? How dare you? Yes. Great. <laughs> At this point, Scurvy's thinking, these just silly meat bags. why are they shooting at me? They should hit me with something big so it damages the roof and then damages me as an explosion happens. Yeah. Great. All right. So one shot does come through in just the right spot, and you take 15 points of damage. At- oh. I'm okay. That's uh, it's gonna leave a paint mark. It's not gonna buff out. Dear Vanessa, mm-hmm. would you like some cheese to stop killing us, please? No. Oh. It does not break my damage threshold, so I'm still okay. I'm All still right. uh, not at max hit points, but still max capability. Okay. All <laughs> right. And you're up, Scurvy. Great. Uh, Basing off the trajectory, I'm going to see who that person was. Okay. Uh, 
rapid fire. I'm just gonna unload with the heavy repeater. Okay. Let's see what you got. That is a 24 uh, for the first one, which makes it an additional damage die because I have rapid fire, which means I'm rolling 4d10. That's a 10. So 18, 20, 23 for okay. first damage. Are they still standing? Yes. Great. I'm doing it again. <laughs> That's right. a 19 to hit. Um, that will actually miss. Damn. It's almost like you hit him and pushed him back just enough that your aim was off. The second yeah. shot. It's like How could the you minus that? two of rapid fire that messed me up. Mm-hmm. Wham. Uh, at that point, I'm... I'm gonna see the ship is there, and do I have the movement to fly up and get on the ramp from the back of the farmhouse? You can at least start heading that direction, sure. Cool. Alright, I do need a pilot check. Great. This one. That's a, a bunch. I have decent enough pilot. That is a... Where is pilot? Hang on. Uh, math, 21. 21? Okay. And that brings us back around to Edna. So... Ted's on the ramp. Ted's on the ramp. Scurvy's heading your way. Udex is in his headhunter. Okay. Um, can I, like, meet Scurvy partway? Sure, you can make a pilot roll for that. Fourteen. Fourteen? Mm. Um. <laughs> we don't know that yet. <laughs> we don't know that yet. Scurvy, can you just roll a d20 for me? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Add <laughs> your dex mod. Eighteen. 18. That's plus just a straight d20, right? Uh, plus your dex mod? Sorry. I don't think I have one. Okay. Hang All on, right. let me double check. Uh, dexterity, it's zero, so 18. Okay. So you, you see this ship like kind of swerve in your direction sort of clumsily, and you have enough presence of mind to bring your feet up and activate your magnetic clamps. Got it. I have! So you're hanging on the underside of the ship right now. <laughs> yeah. Could be worse. <laughs> I like to imagine that, like, the Tortuga was just in front of the house, and Scurvy's, like, here, and as I start to go up, Edna, like, backs up and almost hits me. <laughs> I'm just like, wait. All right. We're all good. We're good. We're good. All right. All right. You next. All right. Um, do my scopes have any scrambled fighters or anything? Um, Computer use check. Use computer use check. I'm gonna punch it. Try that again. Okay, there we go. Twenty. Uh, wait. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. You don't see anything. Okay, coming around for another pass and right. uh, shooting uh, ground troops this time. Just full blatty blat blat blat, which okay. is a um, auto fire to cover uh, the area. So plus zero. Yeah. You need a pilot first. I'm going to give that one to you this time. Yeah. Uh, 19 to hit an area. Okay, yeah. Since that's a, a 10 to hit, yeah. Okay. Everyone in that particular area, 16 plus 7, um, 20, 46 damage. 
46 damage? Yeah, I rolled high. It's 3d10 times 2. Okay. Um, yeah, so that squad is now pretty much just gone. <laughs> They're getting painted. All right. How we doing down there, guys? It's go time. All right. Head. Is there anybody left down there still firing at us? That... Um, there are a few troopers left. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's just like maybe a half dozen troopers left. Are we clearing the board? Are we going back for the cook? Or are we bouncing? Grab the cook! I say we I say we clear the board, grab the cook, and let's go. Everyone I'm else Kyle. we can leave behind. Kyle's not dead. My my scopes we, are We don't need Kyle. My scopes are clean, so we can we can get out of here. We got we got a little bit of time. Grab the cook and Kyle. Alright. So are we gonna are we gonna clear the board? Get rid of the rest of the troops? Do it. Okay, yeah. so from yeah, the standing from the the uh, the my perch, I'm going to open my Z6 on one of the uh, one of the down, people down there below. Okay, roll it. Uh, see, twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah, that will conveniently hit. Yes. Hey. Okay, and then I need what is that again? I need my D10. Nine. This, this is like 15. 21. 21? Okay. All right. Yeah, that one is definitely gone. All right. Then for my second, I want to I want to take a second attack since I'm standing okay. there and I yeah. can. I know I have to, I, I know I have to take a, a, a five, yep. a five around this, right? Yeah. But you're just standing there on the end of the ramp with your gun, just like. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. So a very predator see. one of you. Uh, let's see. I rolled 17, base attack of 6, so 23. You can tell oh. when we grew What? Uh, ben said it was very predator of you, and I was just, you know, you can tell when we grew up. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, like I said, 17 plus 6, 23. Then I got to take a 5 off of that, so 18. Yeah. Yep. Well, 18 hit. No. That's okay. Because they are scattering pretty fast. And... And they try actually shooting at the ship. No! Stop blowing holes in more ship! Anyway, they're just using little little baby guns. Little their, baby. their bigger guns are knocked out at this point. Yeah. Uh, ship takes 18 damage. That's impressive. You guys should turn the shields on. <laughs> I thought we had the shields on. I don't know. Where if we that? don't, then that's fine. What's Groovy? You're up. Nothing. Just you're just hanging on. I'm I'm hanging on the. Well, no, I am going to be doing my my turn. I was just making a joke. Uh, oh. I I like to imagine someone making fan art of this, where hmm. you got Farmer Ted on top of the ramp with his heavy repeater, and then Scurvy literally mirrored on the bottom, hanging upside down <laughs> with the same heavy repeater, because I'm going to do the exact same thing that he did. Uh, so I'm... Uh, that's an amount that's exactly 19. 19? Yes. As a miss? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, 18 didn't, 18 didn't hit way. either, so. I think they're 26. Yeah, I, yeah I thought the 19 was like it, uh, but I guess not. Let me try one more time. That's a two. Never mind. That right. just didn't work. Yeah. That's fine. We're cool it's, with it. We just spray the ground. A two with a negative five. The gun just jammed on him for a second. Nothing really happened. <laughs> Yeah, since Ted was already firing from pretty much the same spot, they're scattering. It was just a little more difficult for you. Um, Edna? Damn meat bag making it harder for me. <laughs> yeah. Anything? Not really. Are we landing to pick up our cook? I will at least lower. Yeah, okay. do not land or else you will crush Why? me like a soda can. I'm hanging upside down, standing completely straight. I do imagine as I'm letting the ship go down a little, you're just on the calm with the don't squish me! (laughs) It's just like, please stay at least three meters above the ground, please. (laughs) All right. So, Udex, one more pass around. Yep. Uh, We'll try to shoot up any of the stormtroopers and finish this off. Um... 15 to hit in an area attack. Okay, that'll work. Okay. Forty-eight damage. Yeah, that's gonna take take out a lot of them, if not all of them. Because I mean, starship scale weapons area attacks pretty pretty big. Yep. So, so do you want? Yeah. You have managed to take out three squads of stormtroopers and an officer. I'm going to do a cool spiral flight and then be like, hey, so I think our cover is blown. I think it's time for us to go. Okay. Mind the doors and I'll provide our cover. All right. I'm going to... So the area is clear, correct? Yes. Great. I'm dropping down, going in the house, scomping in, and like dumping our bank account into a safe area that we can still get into and wiping the computers after that. Okay. Is there uh, anything else on site that we think we should be grabbing? Cause it is a farm. I mean, any food reserves? I mean, I think we sold all the nerfs, so we might have a big crate of nerf steaks, but we loaded that up earlier. So Okay. Other than all the like, you know, various personal supplies that our crew of misfits have, we've gotten everything of value. All right, mm-hmm. so I just got to go grab my old spice. We're aftershave. We're good to go. Does that differentiate you or make you similar to the other clones? Well, it's it's the one that Dad used to have. So. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that entire conversation. <laughs> I was talking to Mimi for like three seconds. <laughs> uh, I'll, get... I'll watch it back in the playback later. Yeah, you didn't miss much. All right. Nice. All right, so you managed to get everybody. Some of your people are pretty banged up. Um, Kyle is still alive. Um, your one Twi'lek uh, mechanic didn't make it, though. Rude. So, yeah. But, you know, Gormunda, fortunately, is intact and ready to cook whatever nerf steaks you have left. Beautiful. 
Garmund is honestly the only one anyone cares about. <laughs> well, I mean, specifically dislike Kevin, but as as I'm walking out of the house, I look at Kevin or uh, Kevin Kyle. Kyle, whatever his name is. Wow. It doesn't matter. I, That's I how much at, we care about him. <laughs> I look at the meat bag. I'm just like, you survived. All right, <laughs> and just continue on. Why is he always so mean to me? Anyway. Alright, so everybody's on board. Where are you going? What you doing? Anywhere but here. <laughs> uh, we're headed in. We've got um, we've got to get some place with better uh, libraries so we can track down where in the inner core the Subsidian Star is. So let's head to a couple systems over someplace with like a good reputation for libraries. Although... On our way out of Dantooine, we did swing by the the spaceport to pick up Zap. Yeah. Yeah. But he needs to go into Torfor, so we'll wake him up later. Now, the question is, do we want to continue with the the, the star thing, or do we want to clear us first? That way we're not going to be constantly hunted. I mean, we can do both. Uh, let's go to a planet with a good, like, infrastructure, a good start hollow net, and we'll uh, we'll plug in and do both. All right. Uh, somebody else is piloting the Tortuga. Yeah, you got it. It's dangerous for Edna to fly. Um, uh, Edna's going to work on um, damage control on people. Okay. Medical. There we go. Words. Yeah. I'm going to... Run through our navigation to see if I could find a suitable planet to fit both of our needs of okay. clear our names and any info on the star. So, any kind of like big galactic university or whatever. Okay. So, Edna, are you healing me or should I use my own med pack? I got you. Okay. Um, let's see here. And will that get rid of my negative one once I'm healed? Yes. Yeah, because I rolled a 19 and I have a plus 10. So I think you're okay. Got a 32 on piloting. So okay. wherever we're going, we'll get there post-haste. So you're still flying your headhunter though, right? Oh, yeah. I'm going to dock. Okay. So I logged in, the, logged in the rails. Right. Okay. Because yes, now we have the, a headhunter that's welded on the top. The Tortuga has a turtle. Yeah. Right. It's I not quite like the elf. Puppy now. Hi, puppy. No, she's dissolving away. Josie. Josie Bean. She's actually the spot. I love her, even though I've never actually met her. She seems like a good face. She's a good bean. Anyway. All right. Uh, for my thing, do you need a used computer, or would it be? Yeah. That's a 19 plus 12. That's a bunch. That's math. 31. That's 31. There you go. All right. Um, so there are... I, I have I have a quick question. Yeah, sure. So, like, in, in Rebels, you know, there's the ghost, and then there's the ship that docks with it called the Phantom. So uh -huh. are we the Tortuga and the Hatchling? I, I'm okay with that. I really wanted one of those new RZA or R R22s 
instead of the Z95, but I'm very comfortable with the Z95. I've, I also feel really confident with the, the welding I've done to set up this dock. Uh, I know the VCX 100s do that and it's expensive. And I'll tell you what, it wasn't that much work. It was like two grand credits and like 600 UDEX hours. So um, I'd be willing to do that for, for a living now. It's been so exciting lately. I could be outfitting people's ships with little ships on top of them. Just Are you saying you want to run a legitimate business and stop destroying the empire? You know, they have been really hassling me lately, but um, yeah, you're right. Someday in the future, we will. It was a moment of weakness, but maybe after the Empire is destroyed, maybe if Palpatine did turn out to be a Palpa clone, then uh, we can we can make it happen. Okay. It's that retirement plan, though. Donk, donk, as like a piece falls off. <laughs> All right, so you're looking for like a university? Uh, well... Wherever we can get more information about that star, but it feels like that's a good place to do it because they should have like a hot holonet access and sketchy slicers who will work for pizza and beer that we can hire to do our stuff. Students, that's hard. Yeah, interns will do anything for free food. Yeah, considering they're not paid. Okay, so Scurvy, as you're scrolling through everything, you do come across a listing for the um, University of Garros. It's on Garros Four in the mid rim. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, a hop, a skip, and a couple of jumps from where you are. Have we been there or no? No. I don't think so. Nope. No. Uh, what is the imperial presence there? Like, I know it's the mid-rim, but is it like, is there a base, or is it just something that's protected by the Empire? Let's see here, as you're scrolling down. Uh, they have a mining complex. Mining could also mean explosives that could suddenly go missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, they have a mining facility. They have like a token garrison. Okay. Yeah, to protect that. But, you know, for the most part, they, they don't have a huge presence there. It's not like you're attacking a military installation. Yeah, they, they have an outpost. They do not have a military base. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, all right, I punch that through on the Navi computer, and it pops up in front of Udex. There you go. Along with, like, at least 15 different jump points to scatter where we are. Okay. If this is the course, this is the course. I'm, I'm used to it now. It's autopilot to just have it all up in the screen, like, next jump, next jump, next jump. Hey, Scurvy, we should come up with something to scramble our signature better than... Me. <laughs> I just went to a fugue state and pilot through. That is the plan. But I'm also intending to have these jumps give us more time because I'm going to do an even more thorough check for trackers. More thorough. Because we found the one that also had explosives. I switch the polarity on the hull five times to kick off any magnetic tracers. There might be another inside that they found us on Dantooine with. Because we landed and within like an hour we were found. Dude, okay, here's the deal. Go into the uh, 
go into the hatchling, seal the airlock behind you, open the hatchling canopy. You, I trust your eyes. That's the only thing I can trust right now. I also uh, have a, I also have a mechanics ability. You want me to check as well? Ted, you check the engine. See if there's okay. like a nook and a cranny we couldn't find. I'm going to go onto the hull and physically check every possible inch. Because there's got to be a tracking device that we miss with the scanners or is somehow hardwired in that cannot be detected, and I want to find it. Okay. It's with the spiders. Uh, <laughs> the spiders ate it. No. I just right. imagine there's a stormtrooper trying to plant it in the cargo hold and gets eaten by the spider. <laughs> and you wanted to get rid of him. No, because now the tracker's inside the spider. So now we need to get rid of the spider to get rid of the tracker. All right, let's go. Uh, what would I... Is this just perception? Is this mechanics? What is this to uh, find? Are you doing a visual scan? I'm doing kind of a combo of both. Well, I'm rechecking our actual sensors and physically walking the, the ship. All right. Let's do perception. And then... What? That was 20. <laughs> I switched from the red to the blue, and the blue is working for me. I Hang switched on, let to me. The, I switched to the Stashwick, and I rolled a 19 for plus 3. So I am so happy. I, I'm so happy I, I switched to the other one, because I just rolled the one I was thinking. That was a 1. My actual, my actual roll was a 20. Okay. I, I got my 2 die, and I'm like, let's see which one works. All right. Uh, do you need total on that or for perception? I don't think I actually am proficient in perception. I am. I have an eight. So 28. 28. All right. It's not that high. You don't find anything. So then my 22 is not going to find anything either then. Well, I'm looking you... on the hull. Yeah. I'm in the engine doing the same searches, but in the engine room. Yeah, you didn't find anything either. Mm. All right. And you, Dex, what were you working on? I'm flying. Oh, okay. I've been flying for days because Scurvy sent me this course, and I'm just exhausted. I'm surviving on four-month-old tea right now. Okay. So the um, – you don't, you don't find anything. Everything All seems right. to go – just fine. Your people get patched up. You bounce around a little bit. You go through some medical supplies. And then you find the... Uh, finally come out into the... Come out of hyperspace and you see this blue-green planet with two moons around it. This is Garros. Garros for Fox. We're here. Uh, would it Do be we... possible, like, the stop before to actually have me and Udex come up with a proper way to scramble our code instead of jumping 50 times? You got so... it. I trust you. Well, I mean, okay. you were busy scanning the whole time, and I was busy flying the whole time, so we'll get it next time. All right, I mean, next time it is, then. Presumably you had some time to work on that. So if you guys want to go ahead and make uh, use computer rolls. I'm good at that, and I'll use the other die. Never mind, I'm not good at that. 25. I switched 25. back to the red and I got a 7, so that's 7, 12, 19. 
19. All right. What was your total, Udex? 25. 25. So let's call it a 27 because Scurvy was helping you. Okay. You, you managed to come up with something workable. It's Blue button. button, but it'll do. Blue button. Now we only have two jumps instead of 15. Good to know. Yay, I can sleep. <laughs> nope. All right. So let's see. Rose. So the uh, the college has actually its own spaceport. The University of Garros airfield, mm -hmm. where you can land. They do charge you uh, fifty credits a day to sit there. Not the worst. That's affordable. We could also try and find somewhere like a couple miles out, just a stealth camp, if we want to do that. No, this is fine. We have plenty. We're of money. paying the toll. All right, that's fine. Yeah, yeah it's it's fifty credits. It's not. This is how they know we're serious adventurers. I mean, there is a resort town. Mm. You know, half a continent away, but I could go for an oil bath. This will be fine. All right. Let's go to the university. Uh, action items are new identities as well as um, figure out anything about the seven-pointed star. Okay. Do we want to pose as prospective college students or? I mean, sure. <laughs> Udex might be able to pull it off. Yeah, I can pull it off. I'll do it. Are you the youngest of the group? Probably. I mean, I'm, I'm younger than Farmer Ted and you. True. Probably younger than Edna. I think, I, yeah, I think I'm definitely the youngest of the group. <laughs> well, Wookiees can live like hundreds of years. So, yeah, so can Droid. young in Wookiee is a relative term. Right. All right. Yeah, I will pose as a college student. And uh, Scurvy, you can pose as my lo lovable protocol droid. Mm. What, do you have, what, what, what are you doing better than that? Come on. I will accept this, but I do not agree with being a lowly protocol droid. I said lovely. Lowly. Your words, not mine. All right. So, you're just going to walk up to the college, walk in normally, uh, your destination on site. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we're going to go up to the college and uh, let's enroll. No, actually, I mean, we're going to need to make fake identities first. So Presumably you have those. Okay. Well, I'll enroll with a fake identity so we can get to the library. Okay. Come with a Star Wars name generator. Ron Kodo. How did I get that again? again. My... my... Alias is VRCS. <laughs> Why not just VCR? No. Oh, wait, do, do I need to explain what that is to you? I'm old enough. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, we would have the, the VCR of Jurassic Park and have to put it in the, like, the, like the, the tape Rewinder? in the thing. No. Like, okay. we would have it in the I car for family trips. That was all we could watch. We'd watch Jurassic Park. It would end. 
we'd then have to one of us would have to stand up and rewind it for the other 20 hours of our drive well considering that you're a robot that they're an android that's out of date can we call you beta beta max i got that one that's beyond my years my, uh, so my student name is deformis so <laughs> Because I'm a good Dathomir and I translate my names to Latin and it started out as hideous. So, mm. and what is it? Deformis. Deformis? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Udex is judge. So, Deformis it is. Uh, also, one quick aside I grabbed Farmer Ted's poncho and threw it over myself because I still have my massive blaster on my back. <laughs> I didn't have time to finish my box. I just like I have a growth. All right. Uh, I would like to apply for <laughs> Igor uh, the droid. college in terms of uh, we're doing some ancient Old Republic archaeology stuff. I'm super interested in it. I've been doing digs in the Outer Rim in um, a planet the opposite of, of freaking Dantooine. And, uh, but, you know, none of my credentials made it. So I'd like to, hmm. like to apply here, do some research in the library, do some, mm -hmm. take some classes. You weren't part of an accredited university. Your credits did not transfer. Yeah. I mean, how could that? take gym again. Way, way to go on, way to go for Baker College. Yeah. It was one of those for-profit universities that only existed on the HoloNet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Good old University of Phoenix. Uh, I we're, we're Phoenix proud. <sighs> All right. Well, the uh, the droid at the information desk kind of listens to your explanation, looks down, <laughs> kind of looks for some information. We could just give you access to the library for the day. Ah, oh, well, that'll work for now. But uh, if I don't find what I'm looking for, I might be here a while. And there's probably some <coughs> classes on this kind of thing. Can I get a syllabus as well? Of course. I'd be happy to send that to your data pad. Thank you. All right. Access to the library for the day. Let's go. I'll be working on that. Make sure to ask for who the like archaeological or anthropological professor is. Yeah, so that's on the syllabus. That just got sent, VCR. We don't need to read. It. We we can read things. Yep. Sorry, VCR is a very uh, pleasant protocol droid, but they love asking people questions. Specifically, me. All right, let's go to the library. All right, to the library. All right, and in case you're wondering. The professor's name is Harris Springwell. Harris Springwell. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say something like, like, Harris Chevy or something along that line. That would be funny. Crap. No, I need to Instead that. of Harrison Ford, yeah. Harrison Chevy. That would be very funny. Uh, what kind of roles do you think we need for... I know uh, what a Betamax is, okay? <laughs> I see you sending me that message. <laughs> just, oh. I just wanted to help, Ben. I'm, I'm here I've never to help. seen one or used one, but I know what it is. So do you, 
Do you have any kind of galactic lore knowledge? You know, no. no. I'm smart, though. Okay. Uh, How's your galactic lore, Scurvy? We have knowledge in tactics and technology. Okay. Oh, darn Can I use my technological knowledge to see if I can oh, find the right place? Your intelligence. Uh, surprisingly high. Did somebody uh, need My hit? intelligence is 18. Okay, you should make this roll. Cool. Why do you have such good stats? I have knowledge galactic lore. Okay, well, let's bring you in. Edna, <laughs> come join us. Edna the noble. <laughs> yeah. Also, to answer your question, Scurvy has the body of a B2, but actually has the, like, brain of a, like, super tactical droid. Yeah, no, I mean, I get that. I just don't know stats are so high. <laughs> GM said it was good, okay. so I agreed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got 15s, baby. All right, so Edna, you're going to do a galactic lore check? Yes. Okay. Would any of us be able to assist as well, or no? Um, I'm untrained, so no. I mean, possibly. I mean, used computer might come in handy, because sometimes knowing how to search is as useful as knowing what you're looking for. Okay. I, I will assist. Okay. What does the assist do for me? It'll give you a plus two if he succeeds. That's a 17. I don't know if that succeeds. Cool. So that, that gets us to a 30. Does knowledge of tactics help at all in this <laughs> anywhere really. in here? Didn't think so. Okay, I'm just hanging out on the ship then. All right, good times. <laughs> okay with a, yeah. So as it happens, Edna, you find this document that explains that the seven-pointed star, also called a Sahedron, um, there was this very strange dark side cult about 20,000 years ago. Wow. They used wow. these to channel their abilities and to connect each other in ways so they could communicate over long distances and accomplish greater greater things than they could individually. Well, okay then. Um, Is there any connection to, like, the holocrons? Or do we not actually have public knowledge of that? No. Okay. You, you don't find that reference. Um, but this was, I mean, it was so long ago. Uh, the names of most of these people have been lost. Um, there are a couple. Um, the, the head of the cult was Zin. X-I-N. And his... Um, One of his chief lieutenants, uh, his name started with a K, but it got lost over time. So it's just K with a dash after it. Mm K-dash. What if that's actually their name? So, fun story. Um, Heard about this through my (laughs) brother-in-law. He actually met somebody whose name was L-A hyphen A. Ladasha. I like it particularly because try entering that into an unsanitized SQL database. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, goodness. Okay, so you said how long ago? 20,000? Yep, 20,000 years ago. 
Weird. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, right. th their religion is long since dead, but apparently some of the artifacts survived. Okay. Since some of the artifacts, do we know if all of the stars exist still? You don't. That, that's not in any of the information. You personally know of four. And we've been told there are seven. Mm -hmm. Is there any... So there's no record of how many existed to begin with? If it was just seven or these could have been mass produced and we would never know. The document does seem to indicate there were just the seven for the leaders. Okay. Gotcha, there were gotcha. not nine and then three and then one. Thank you for that. <laughs> but they were all of them deceived. Because Mickey is their master now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, have a ring. Oh, yuck. Darth Goofy. I'd be all lying right. if I never considered it. All right. So, you've been there for a little while. Did everybody go into the library? No. No? No, I, I said I stayed at the ship. Okay. That's good. So, no way this ends well. Scurvy, can I get some perception checks from you guys? I'm, I'm watching. Scurvy's presumably working, but I'm bored here. Right. Uh, that's a 27, 19 plus 8. 27. I fell asleep. I got an 18. Okay. Um, you're not that asleep. You both noticed that campus security is keeping in close proximity to you guys. Of course they are. Have we uh, have we got about what we uh, what we're here for, Edna? I think. Uh, can I do like a quick transfer to yeah. over data pads? Totally. Um, actually. Can I do a transfer to a datapad and into Scurvy? Yeah, I'm just going to plug in and just download it. Yeah, so... As you do at a college campus, you pirate everything. Right. Put them yeah, or fiddle -dee -dee. Plugging in the... I am the pirate. Hey, Ted, are you seeing any uh, chatter up there? We're getting some attention. Maybe I'm sure I have to roll for that. Um, yeah, make a perception roll or computer use. So a perception roll it is, okay. Yeah. Looks at the keyboard, decides against it. Realizes he doesn't speak Arabish. <laughs> yeah, there's, well, that's part of the problem. Uh, 20 overall. 20? Okay, yeah, you do kind of catch some, uh, some indications that yeah. campus security is keeping an eye on people matching their description. Okay. I should have fixed the IDs first. Okay. Uh, I see that we're getting like looks at. Mm -hmm. yep. So yep. I'm going to plug in and see where the dorms are for the computer science majors. Okay. I think we should just bounce. Uh, Ted, if you could start the, the ship up, we'll be there in just a few minutes. Clickety-clack. So I'm going to, do I need to use computers to to figure out where those are? Where the, the the computer science major like dorms are. Um, it's not do we need much. those, or do we have, or do we have enough information? Are you trying to get? What are you trying to find? I have an idea. 
So my plan is I'm going to figure out where the dorms are. I'm going to send that entire building an, an encrypted message that whoever cracks it will be able to contact us, which means we can get them to wipe our IDs clean. Because there's got to be someone in there that can see it and goes, hang on a minute. That seems dangerous and foolish. What if they don't? What if they work for the Empire? They're college kids. We'll just say, hey, we'll give you 20000 or something. That's like real money, dude. <laughs> we'll give them a decent amount of money. I'm not saying exactly 20000 All right. Well, I can't stop you because I'm watching the exits. Okay. So I'm going to plug in. All right. Throw out this little bit of message. Do I have to the roll for it or what? No. No, you can use like a standard encryption protocol that you've already got established. It's going to be a standard for me, but still like heavy enough that if you aren't, like if you're not skilled enough, you're not going to even notice it. Right. And people will be able to see it and go, hang on. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to send that out there and just have like, my personal comm link, not the groups. That way, if anything goes bad, I could dump it and be done with it. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah. So, send out the code. Unplug. I've downloaded everything. We can bounce. Alright. So, the ship is warm and waiting. Okay. So, mm -hmm. uh, what's funny, Ted, is you would be about, what, 29, 30 years old at this point, right? Somewhere around there, yeah. 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah you'd be like 27. Or 27. But, but you look older. Yeah. You look like somebody's grandpa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because the advanced aging. Right. So, um, a student does wander up to the ship. Kind of like taps on the door. Yeah. Hey, um, where are you from, man? Doesn't matter. Uh, you know, I, I was wondering, um, you got any drinks on board? Nope. Any, uh, herbal supplements? You know nope. You do not want to sell me death sticks. No, I don't want to sell you death sticks, man. If I had death sticks, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I don't have anything you want here. We're just... Oh, fine. Man, what are you, like somebody's grandpa? Can I shoot him now? <laughs> we literally cannot stop you. <laughs> I mean, if it's on stun, I do your guns have a stun? Scurvy, I literally took everyone's stun settings off to give them more damage. Every weapon in the ship. Fair enough. Oh, really? Straight lethal. Yeah. Unless, unless I haven't gotten to it because I've been busy flying this stupid long. No, path. I don't think we have any stuns. I don't want no stupid Just stuff. Just them. <laughs> All right, whatever, man. I'm just going to see if I can find some other cool grandpa type guy to buy me some booze. 
I really want to shoot him. <laughs> it would make the murder hobo circle complete. It would, I but obliterated I the, the, the car salesman. If you open fire on this random drunk college kid. We, I would have to have a conversation with you about that. You're, you're getting there, Ted. You're getting real close to the dark He called side. me grandpa, okay? So? I have, I have my limits. You're... And John's just doing that because I'm the oldest one in the like, room. That's just rude. <laughs> I let him walk away. I didn't kill him. I thought about it. All right. So the rest of the crew gets back to the ship. All right. So where do we have to go from here? Where are we headed? Um. Let's see. Edna's not here, so she did find mention of a world called Prakith in the Deep Core. Okay. It's actually along the Bis Run. Cool. So on our way to Bess, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, now, just so you guys know, this is a it's somewhat unstable volcanic planet. So um, I bet there's good racing. Probably. That's what I'm going to be doing. You guys should all bet on me. One of you guys fly. I got to do some painting and tuning. Uh, all right. Okay. I can, I can I, fly I, it. Plug in, set a course, and Ted starts to walk up to the console. I'm just like, I have this. Okay. All right. What is my um, plus to pilot? Actually, yeah. Like, Ted, what is your pilot bonus? Uh, I have an ability mod of two. I don't. I don't have a skill bonus, but I have an ability mod of two and a half level bonus of three. Okay. And I and I rolled I, a net and I rolled a net twenty. So okay. GM, is that allowed? <laughs> that's up uh, to I'm you. Sure that there was a commotion in the next room. What were you trying to accomplish with that that roll? Pilot. Pilot to. We were debating who was piloting. Oh. Yeah. yeah. We're going to Cracketh. Hmm. And and Scurvy tried to push me away, but I I got to the seat first. Oh okay yeah. Totally. I mean, theoretically, he can always jack in and bypass the system, but... No, I I did plug in to set the course there. Okay. Uh, but I realized how smoothly Ted lifted us off the ground. I'm like, I'm going to let this happen. <laughs> You're just going to, you know, hit the target by letting go. It means I have time to actually build my little hidden container box for my really big blaster. <laughs> okay. So Farmer Ted gets to fly. Edna gets to assist. We get to work on our projects. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's going to take you a couple of days to get there, especially if you're trying to not be traced. I mean, you have the scrambler, but still. Eventually, you do come out of hyperspace. Mm-hmm. And this is... This is an ugly planet. It, it kind of looks like uh, almost like mold and blood growing out of marble. Oh, it's just like home. Yeah. 
I mean, that just sounds cool. Yeah. Um, so there is, there actually are a few cities that are built on plateaus. Uh, the largest is Prax City. You want to make cool. your or if you want to find something else, there are uh, there are some work zones, some cantinas, or uh, some mines. Obviously, there are cantinas. Uh, I think we should check out anywhere that has uh, racing, and then get our our information from there. Because I've had a couple days to work on my swoop, and I'm back up to six ninety six, which should be good enough. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to do a quick scan and see if there are any significant, like, military installations. This is the deep core, but I don't know if this planet is important enough to even have any. Um, there is, there is a, a notable Imperial presence. Um, there are large work zones and ore processing uh, the Empire is obviously trying to keep control of all that. There is also like a dark zone that you can't find any information on. Mm, that's suspicious. That's uh, it's near there. Don't be the dark zone. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Uh, have any of those college kids radioed me yet? <laughs> okay. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, yeah, uh, is there a city near one near the dark zone? Um, no, it seems to be pretty isolated. Cool. Well, I am not I think sure we should... if I trust the dark zone. Well, if I can't find any info that makes me more concerned than finding like just little bits. Let's figure out what it is by landing someplace with a racetrack and getting in locally. Earning some money. Okay. Maybe buying some guns and stuff. Sure. Let's find um, out our nearest track then. So, you find your way to this place called the Motherlode Cantina. Beautiful. Uh, it is in one, in one of the work zones because, you know, workers love their racing. And... You know, it's between shifts, so it's it's not terribly busy, but a couple dozen people in there, you know, having either their breakfast or their dinner, depending on which way they're going. And a uh, a Bothan back behind the bar kind of watching over everything. Hey, hey there. How's it going? You seem like someone knows everything that's up. I try to. Well, you're new faces and you don't look dirty, so you're not minors. Ha <laughs> ha! We're actually trying to be here for some entertainment. I've been traveling for quite some time looking for the most interesting races. And when I saw this planet, I thought there's got to be some good swoop racing here. Yeah, actually there is. Um, I mean... Nothing's happening today, but uh, we do have something set up for two days from now. You know, Perfect. A lot of the guys here, they take pride in their work. Part of their work is uh, maintaining the speeders. 
So what do you, what do you plan? I have a heavily modified outer rim hawk bat with, I mean, a detachable uh, sidecar and a atmospheric boost engine that I also disattach for swoop races. It's a, it's a workhorse these days more than anything, but she'll still go flat out at a good clip. Mm. All right. We also did get you that bright red new speeder for you as well. Yeah, but that's like, I mean. That's the show car. That's not the. Yeah, that's like a Corvette, which, for, you know, from the lot, which is great. But I'm driving a Camry that runs off of anger and eldritch horrors. Like it's. <laughs> so, so as you're talking up your swoop, this very. He's not huge, but he's actually kind of a small guy, but very muscular, wearing, you know, leather jacket, big scraggly beard, bandana, comes over, sits down next to you. Yeah, sounds like a mighty fine ride you got there. Um, you say you want to race? Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been racing for a lot of years, recently had some ups, recently had some downs, and uh, looking for a new place, and you know, I'm also just a curious soul, so uh, interested in racing here as well as learning a little bit more about such a cool place. This planet has potential for racing. <laughs> well, yeah, the racing's good, but everything about this place is terrible. Uh, what'd you say your name was there, sir? Uh, the name is, what did I call myself? I'm sticking with my fake name. <laughs> it was like Dimorphous or something. Yeah, it was... Deformy. Deformy, all right. All right. Um, I'm, I'm Eugene. Folks around here call me Slider, though. Nice to meet you. Slider. Yeah, just uh, me and my boys, you know, we, we like racing. Usually it's all in good fun, but uh, every once in a while we like to put just a little bit of money on it. Especially against the other crews. Do love the, uh, do love a little bit of money on it. But I'm, I'm used to playing in the outer rim and doing some some big money. You got any? Uh, well, let's have some fun with it, and maybe uh, maybe we can learn something about this planet. I do honestly think there's it's coming from orbit. We saw like all sorts of interesting places. There was like a dark zone. There's these like mining zones. It seems like something you could really run a swoop through. Mm-hmm. As soon as you mention the dark zone, he, he gets kind of like agitated looking and starts. Kind of eyeballing the corners of the room. Uh, might want to keep your voice down about some of that, friend. Uh, we, we don't go to some of those places. Ah, okay. So, so not running a race through there. Got it. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, too dangerous or too politically dangerous? You know, I've never known anybody to come back from there. Gnarly. Yeah. Every once in a while we see a ship go in or out, but I don't know anybody who's been in there. All right. Well, I'd love to hang out with uh, your crew and, and talk shop for a couple hours while the rest of my crew goes off and uh, finds out some other information here. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, tell you what, next round's on me. Whoop, whoop. So that's what I'm up to. I'm a cool swoop guy now. Uh, Tim, you're muted. 
I had a great swoop on in there joke. God dang it. All go. right. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. So he's at the cantina. What What were some of the other places that were nearby? As a refresher? Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. There's the cantina. There's the mine itself. There's the uh, the working quarters. Um, and we're here this, to learn more about the the, the stone, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the star stone. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't really think the miners or the working quarters are going to help us as far as finding information. Yeah. Um, there is. Is there a museum here? Uh, there is. Because I would, uh, I think there would have to be like an Indiana Jones type character here that we could go talk to. Okay, you There's just watched <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Anyway. Yeah. Um. There right, is like yeah, the governmental, yeah, Prax City, that's what it's called. Um, I had to find it. Um, decent sized city. You might be able to find something there. But is it government run? Is it empire run? Yeah, it is an imperial city. Okay, so I don't know that I want to do that. All right. Well, I'll go to the uh, the workers' quarters then, and I want to see if there's anybody there that can I can show a picture of the star to see if they know anything about it. Okay. All right. Um, and Udex was staying to have a few drinks with Slider. Scurvy, yep. which way are you heading? Uh, I'm gonna go kind of with Farmer Ted. And did you say you're going to the government building or no? No, I'm going to go to the the workers' buildings instead. I want to stay away from an imperial presence. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, if that's the case, I'm going to try and like, like, scomp in at some kind of literally anything I can into the city and see if I can at least touch the imperial database. Just I would to- think you. I would think you'd be able to do that from from the workers' quarters because there have to be some way to communicate between the workers and the government. Fair. Then I will follow you, and I'll scomp in somewhere and try and like falsify data that we were found on a planet completely on the other side, like currently being chased on that planet, just so the people here don't immediately think to look for us. Okay. I might not be able to wipe our record off the, the database immediately, but I could at least try and falsify a sighting of us so we're further away. We were found on Alderaan. <laughs> also, just as a quick aside, hmm. while we were at the library, before leaving, I did clear our browser history so they don't come looking for us. I mean, you just use a stick. Oh, good. So we got rid of the Gungan mating season thing. All right, good. So... <laughs> No, I left that on there. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so let's head to the uh, let's head to the workers' quarters and, and talk to them. Show them a, a picture on our our data pad of the uh, of the star, and see if they know anything. All right. 
does our uh, local noble want to move in groove and potentially have any connections? I have I no idea. I can certainly do that. Okay. So, Edna, Kathleen, you, this is a volcanic planet. Mm-hmm. Are there any precautions you want to take with, you know, your uh, your fur to put on some boots? Yes. Taking all of the precautions with my fur, we are not burning the hair off the Wookiee. Okay. Do you smell burnt hair? All the time. You might want to get that checked. That seems dangerous. Okay. So, perusing the uh, the worker area there, mm-hmm. uh, I need to gather information check. Glad I'm not doing that one. Um, <laughs> Is that from me or from from Edna? From Edna. Okay, okay. good. Hmm? <laughs> Just double checking. I'm like, yeah, I want her to do it. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Plus ten. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. So you just Edna's the face, and we just never let her use it. <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> she's pretending she's the muscle one. <laughs> Has the highest charisma. None of us let her talk. She only speaks your work. There's that. So, my question is, how much are you willing to spend on bribes for information? I got 2,600 credits. As much as necessary. Okay. I mean, just the just our last job was 20,000, and I'm sure we got more pants money from that as well. Not to mention your own personal bank account. I'm actually curious how much money do we have, like, in total? Well, personally, I only have 2,600 credits. I forgot about the 20 grand we just picked up. Um, yeah, so. The ship itself? I don't remember what the total is at the moment. It's a lot, I'm assuming. We're going to have to make some notes about that, yeah. You have to crunch the numbers, get an accountant. You might need one for Edna. We might want to put a person. Yeah, we might want to put a Google Doc together that we can share between all of us that we can open during these things. All right. Except for John. John can't have access to it. Okay. That's fine. (laughs) No, I know. I just. Then don't send it to the shared email. You know what? Shush. All right, so it, it costs you a couple thousand dollars in bribes, a couple thousand credits in bribes. But you do find out that another star was recently found. That's useful. So that's okay. five. Hmm? Yeah. Is that five or four that we have been found? We know, a, we know of five yep. now. Yeah, so now we know of five. There's only two um, left. But we just don't have the access to the fifth one yet. Um, One of the mines accidentally crossed into a tomb and um, the, the workers were not allowed to keep the star obviously it was taken um, nobody's really sure where it ended up but popular rumor is it, it went to the dark zone yeah that sounds about right yeah so Udex, are you sober? <laughs> Cause sure. Because we're, we're going to the dark zone. Um, 
That's Hang on. Sure I need to, sound very sober. I'm sure I misheard you. I need to go talk to you when I'm not chilling with my new friends. You're going where? <laughs> uh, the locals call it the dark zone. And yeah, that's familiar. apparently where the, the star is at. Okay. Do you have any information about it other than uh, ships go in, no one who's gone in there has ever come out, and according to Eugene, there's monsters? Well, <laughs> Eugene, uh, we, yeah. All we know is that uh, it was found in a tomb. It was None of the workers were allowed to keep anything, and uh, it was quickly escorted off the premises and to the dark zone. That's all yeah. I can tell you. Eugene does tell you that Every once in a while, late at night, you can hear screams echoing across the mountains of the Dark Zone. Classic. Great. They're not sure what it is, but uh, nobody wants to find out. And they're just glad it's not them. I don't know what it is either, but they're getting a flamethrower. All right. This planet is covered in volcanoes. I think whatever is out there is fire resistant. Okay. Nobody well, nobody likes you, Scurvy. Well, you can't have you meat bag. <laughs> What's the information? I don't think you're very fire resistant either. With the information that we're gathering, mm-hmm. do we know any of the miners? Can we talk to any of the miners who actually found the stove, the star, who might potentially know who sh- shipped it off to the dark zone? Oh. Um. Can we yeah. bribe bribe them? Maybe you know, throw a couple credits in front of them. Say, I mean, hey. I think let's figure out who it was who got the star after they got into the tomb. And actually, can we go look at the tomb? I want to look at the tomb. Um, I don't think we're allowed, but I think if anything, our new uh, dwarf friend uh, Eugene probably has an answer. But do we do anything that we're allowed to do? True. <laughs> I just want to say it'd be more fun if Eugene was a nug not. But. <laughs> They're short, very strong, long beard. It's Gimli. I can barely tell the difference between a human and an Ugnaught. So, um. Anyway, can we figure out who escorted the star to the Dark Zone and maybe persuade them to tell us what they did with it? Um, per- Persuade the people that, that took it mm-hmm. to the Dark Zone? If they ever came back to begin with. Um, or did they just catapult it to the dark zone? So, find out who took it from the workers. That's step one. Yeah. yeah. Find out who the worker was. Find out who took it. Yeah. And go from there. Okay, guys, we're not thinking enough like a, a heist crew here. What if we find another star? <laughs> we need a lead on another star first. No, 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 no. no. What if we quote find? Oh. We're at a place where stars is at. So let's make a star, find a star, follow the star. When you wish upon a star. Exactly. We we so, do have do we have one or two in our possession? We have one. We have one in our possession. We found we physically have gotten two and handed off the, the first one. Right. Did Something you hand- like that, yeah. I oh, know. I think we don't have one in our possession. I think we handed it over for like five grand. Yeah, no, but I, I think we, I thought we got another you have a one scanning of it in your head. And so, what we can I do, do and I have a bunch of like, I know what tools it bends, so we can make one out of local rock. We can like have it 
like I can find it during my swoop race and then they can take it, but inside we'll manufacture a tracker. And so we know exactly what path it goes. So we know how to avoid the lava and stuff. We'll just heist it from the inside. I, well, I mean, if you want to do it that way, fine, whatever. That sounds all well and good. <laughs> but when I was scanning, it was not just I wasn't picking up like a base or whatever. It was I was not picking up anything. I could not even tell you the topography of that area. So you're going to need, need a crack pilot to follow it at ground <laughs> level in their swoop as it goes between volcanoes is what I'm hearing. We will also not be able to track you if you go into that zone. I'm assuming they have some kind of dampening field or something that is preventing signals from escaping. If you go in we literally cannot do a single thing to help you, let alone know if you're ever going to come back alive. I mean, there's definitely something we can do. Here's my idea. Yes. I take out the god eye and I put it on my swoop. I follow the thing as it's pulled. You guys go into orbit. I turn it on. You guys can just see it from follow the spotlight. Just follow the spotlight down to where I am. I mean, what? how have I been planning this for that bad? <laughs> the question being, can we see the mega flashlight from orbit? Yeah, <laughs> it would probably be better if we wait until this side of the planet gets to nighttime to do that. But there's no guarantee they're going to move it at nighttime. Yeah, but I will be behind it stealthily, and then when I find a spot for you to land that's close by where they took it, and then lights up and light it up, and then you guys see it from orbit, and then I run like hell. I was gonna say stealthily and giant bright spotlight do not work hand in hand. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be fine. (laughs) All right, let's give that a try. I don't care. All right. Scurvy, I do need like an entire power pack though, because this thing normally hooks directly up to a fusion reactor. So can I please borrow that from your gun? I have I have four power packs. Okay. I also need that. (laughs) Okay. We that's that spotlight to be the as bright as it is will probably need its own little reactor. So if anything, we can take the engine out of the the new swoop. And kind of like strap it to the back. Then I'm not going very fast, but uh, you know what? It'll be fine. I'll put it in the sidecar. All right. I cannibalize the new swoop. I put the engine in it with the the light. Here's the plan. That's the plan. Let's do it. I've got a power recharger and four power packs. All right. It'll have half a second light probably. (laughs) Something this big. All right. We're going to need that. We're also going to need the sidecar and I'm going to need to, we're going to wait two days and then I'll find this star that we manufacture in the intervening two days on a swoop race. So we don't know exactly where it is. It's just going to be like, I'll skid out and it'll like fall out. It'll be like, Oh, Hey, I found this weird thing as we were racing. You might have to like intentionally crash, but crash in a way that doesn't kill you to do that kind of a thing. Because these are buried underground, from what I'm assuming, seeing as they found one in a tomb, however yeah. deep under. Well, that's so where the, to... 
cause talking, a cave-in. So I've been trying to tell Eugene that with all these cool tunnels, we can wire them for cameras and make like the best swoop race ever. That's through all these dugout tombs. And like already a bunch of them are connected to each other. So we can make an absolutely insane tomb. And at that point, what we do, scurvy flings it at me and jabs it into the rear seat like a throwing star. And I'll just be like, oh my gosh, it must have fallen from the ceiling on lap three. That could be. We, we can basically can't set come up, up with a, a more ridiculous plan than this, all right? <laughs> we, we can kind of do like a secret pit stop where we just jam it between two plates on the back of the swoop. Yeah. Or the front. Somewhere. It, this plan is ridiculous, but it's a plan. <laughs> and John's racking his brain trying to see how to make this totally not work. How can I kill them later with this? But cartoon no. logic applies here. How can I make this feasible? Um, all right, so this is such a bad idea. Great idea. Just like so, so let, let me get this straight. You want to go into the mines to race? Yeah, you were telling me they're all connected. All the miners are doing these things. It's like a two meter square gap. We can there's already they're already wired for sound and everything. We can run through them crazy fast. It'll be like a night swoop ride. It'll be like the the bat races on um, on Malastare. It'll be just the best. This is the kind of stuff that people will like pay to see. We don't even have to bet amongst ourselves or get like. The sketchy part of things, people will pay to see this, but we got it. Let's set up a trial course. Hmm. All right, but uh, I'm not going to risk any of my people, so you got to go. You want to? You want to sell me on this idea? You got to do it first. All right. You got you got a map for me? Uh, sure. Okay. Um, Obviously, you have to the way the work crew, so we're going to go with some uh, some abandoned tunnels. Uh, and he comes up with a map, takes him a couple minutes, but yeah. Is it a like an actual like hollow map, or did he, did he like draw it on a bar napkin? It's an actual hollow map. Okay, good. Yeah, I mean, we could probably use this right here. I mean, I can't guarantee you're not going to run into anything down there, but uh, well, our- on the trial run, I'm only going to go a couple hundred clicks. So. All right. right I, I, you know what? Because it's in the dark, I don't actually need to hide the fact that I'm bringing the headlight of God. I just <laughs> tune it to 0.003% and use it as the headlight for my swoop. Can we just call your headlight Zeus? <laughs> Zeus is I. Praise the sun. I have Zeus. That's Apollo. Yeah, thank you. I don't care. I was trying to remember. I, that, that's why I called it the Eye of Zeus, because I couldn't remember. So. Plus, I, I think Zeus that should be our code phrase, me. though, to, to turn on the spotlight, is just praise the sun. Praise the sun. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to do this race. I, I mean, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this race. Then in the next two days, I'm going to try to publicize it so that anyone could find the star. In fact, what if we have someone else's swoop do it? There we go. So once I get someone else to convince it, then we'll we'll have someone yank our put it put the star uh, slide a hand the star onto their swoop. Bing bing boom. Hmm. 
and we'll be tracking it the whole way, and then I just follow it. Okay. Okay. All right, so you're going to do a test run through this? Heck yeah. All right. Let's do it incredibly slow. I'm going to use the force. <laughs> Are you going to have one of us with you in case you find a monster <laughs> underground or something? No, no, it's a one-seater. You, you said you had a sidecar. Oh, yeah, I do have a sidecar. Who wants to ride with? Ted? I'll, I'll go right, shotgun. Ted. Bring a big gun with you. Shotgun with a Z6 in hand. Let's do this. So are, are you turning on Apollos this whole way too, or? Well, yeah, I need to know where I'm going, but I'm turning it down very, very low. All the way well, low. As low you as also low. put the, the Corvette's engine in the sidecar with the eye of God. Yeah. So is Farmer Ted just hanging on? to the big flashlight while you're driving. It's got a, I, last yeah. time we did this, we made a hook for Farmer Ted that we just plug I him feel in. like I'm just strapped to the radiator fan and just going in circles. Just <laughs> yeah. yeah. If anything, you're, you're, uh, you're just on the front. Witness me. If, if anything, that is hilarious to think about. We need fan art. All of our viewers, all of our good, uh, people who can draw we need this uh but i also have magnetic feet it's too late right. we can't take all right we're all right. we're rolling with it cool all right here we go piloting i presume yep i love how ben's over there like and hear me out <laughs> what if we don't die i'm fine with murder hobo i'm not fine with tpk okay 24 okay uh, Ted, can I get a perception check from you, please? I don't like this. Uh, let's see, perception. That's a 17. Perception, Total. not strength to hang on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that bad. Strength would have been better. It's 17? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, you, you kind of zig and zag. You know, the, the tunnels aren't perfectly straight. There's a little bit of imperfection to them, but you managed to not run into anything along the way. Um, Teddy, you're just looking at rocks, like as they go by in a blur. Yep. Okay. Uh, they come into focus in the light, and then just a dark blur as they go past you. Okay. All right. Let's repeat those. We're gonna do this three times just to just to humor me. Mm. Okay. This can go wrong. I don't like it. Uh, my piloting roll repeat too, yep. or yep. Me and Edna are just back on the Tortuga, just being like, "Do you think they're going to crash?" Probably. Twenty-seven for me. Okay. Nineteen. Nineteen for me. All right. So yeah, you're starting to notice like strange dust formations, like along the, the edges of the walls. Yeah. Hell. Is it like changing? Yeah, it's it's like the dust has clung together to form strings. Heart. Mm. Okay. Yeah, let's right. One more lap. Yep. Dust to form strings sounds ominously like webs. Or worse. Shut your mouth. Three. Seventeen. All right. Yes. 
Uh, 23. 23? Okay. All right. You managed to complete like the whole circuit without any incidents, without running into anything, without seeing anything dangerous other than, you know, some weird formations of the weird dust bunnies. Yeah. Was that weird to you? That was weird to me. Kind of hard to see what it was, but I I had a finger on a trigger just in case. I didn't see anything. I just, I don't know, the air was weird. Well, uh, let's, I'll spend two days setting up a race course with Eugene. And uh, Edna, if you can schmooze and hide the star someplace where someone will crash. Uh, yep. I mean, here's the thing. If we don't have to survive, if we're not the ones who need to find the star, the star can be found with someone's body. So we could set up a trap and someone like crashes into it and then they're like, oh no. And we find them and there's like, they're impaled on the star or whatever. We do so have do we have to have like somebody there to like throw them onto the star? So yeah, like just like as I'm racing, uh, you guys like throw out a trip line and then when someone hits it, you stab them in the guts with a star and walk off. Did No No Not You leave any of their grappling hooks behind? Yeah, they ha- you have their pants. Yeah. You're right. Which, yeah. Which, which, which has all 40... Money and grappling hooks. That's, which that's has all, money all 40,000 of his grappling hooks, yes. Yeah, he, he did not need those for the Gungan mating rituals. Well, that's, I certainly hope not. He took one grappling hook to get the girl. That's it's called GDSM. <laughs> okay, I'm done now. <laughs> all right. And that's time today. Thank you, everyone. Right, right, and right, would you time. look at that time? Thanks for coming to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, with that horrific mental image, I'm going to call it a night. Um, it's been a lot of fun, guys. Because for realsies, it's nine o'clock and we have a four year old. Exactly. When right. Kathleen's alarm goes off to remember to remind her to take her antidepressant, we need to be done. <laughs> it's time to call it a night. Uh, all right. Hey, before we get into our reminders, real quick, let's have you guys tell everybody where to find you guys. Sam, let's start with you this time. You can find me and my wonderful partner, Anna, at Growing Up Skywalker, everywhere you get social media and everywhere you get your podcasts. We are just uh, releasing the finale for Kenobi tomorrow. So join us for that and join us wherever you are. And uh, join us in the zeitgeist. Everyone's talking about Rebels right now. So us too. Um, and, and before we get to Ben, just real quick, uh, if you guys aren't a member of our Patreon, please be a member of our Patreon. But if you're not going to be a member of our Patreon, consider being a member of Growing Up Skywalker's Patreon. I'm a subscriber. And honestly... The is Kessel it? Run, uh, the the Spice Run, is it is it Spice, Spice Run or Spice Run? Spice Run. Oh my God, I love that stuff. That <laughs> is the stuff that they don't put out on their normal. And oh my God, I have laughed so hard <laughs> listening to that. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's beautiful. And yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, there's some really cool content out there on on Patreon. You just have to be willing to give up a, a, a few measly credits to to make it happen. So yeah, our Patreon is, is three bucks a month. So it's totally worth it. For less than the thing I can afford. 
It's completely worth it. Enjoy the silly content. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, it has been, I have found myself and, and for a couple days there, when I was first getting started, I think I was annoying Sam and Anna with how many messages I was sending them. Like, Oh my God, this is awesome. Oh, this is fantastic. And then I realized I, I was probably annoying them with, you know, with you annoying people? Never, never. So. Tim would never annoy people. Kathleen, shush. Nobody asked you. Anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. So Ben, tell them about the places and the things and the things and the places. Hi, real quick with growing up Skywalker. To my own shame, I have not been able to listen to every episode because uh, time, uh, but I guarantee I will be tuning in for every single Rebels episode mm-hmm. that you're going to put out. I love it so much. Absolutely. So, much. so, Rebels with Growing Up Skywalker. But anyway, hi, again, I am Ben. Uh, you can find me at Hardy underscore Healer on TikTok, and I do a bunch of random things. Uh and there is also a very, very sleepy puppy. Oh, she's zonked. She has been knocked out, snoring so loud. I'm surprised <laughs> my mic has not picked it up. That's uh, hilarious. But yes, you can see videos of me doing nature stuff, uh, random Spidey skits, eventually more Star Wars stuff once I can get a proper lightsaber, which goes back to level up sabers. Uh, but anyway, yeah, tons of stuff. Uh, come check me out. Very cool, very cool. And there's links to both of these guys uh, down in the show notes, so please give them a follow. Um, again, you guys will not be sad that, that you have done so. All right. Into our reminders and our wrap-up, guys. Last week, our guest was the author, J. Diane Dotson. She writes amazing stories in the sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and young adult genres. Be sure to check out her latest work, The Shadow Galaxy, a collection of short stories in all of those categories. And you can still find that video on our YouTube channel or listen to it on your favorite audio podcast provider. However, this Friday, I cannot believe I'm saying this out loud. Our guest this Friday is the man behind the sharks in the tornadoes, Thunderlovin'. That's right. Yeah, so be sure to tune in this Friday to see how we bring the thunder. See what see what I did there? Or thunder loving. That is. <laughs> yeah, I had to. Sorry, Thund- Thunder, if you're watching, I am so sorry. Um, anyway, uh, Thunder is an American screenwriter. He's a director as well, but he may be most famous and most widely known for putting the sharks into the tornadoes. And the he wrote the first four Sharknado films, and he has writing credits on the 23 that came after that. Um, <laughs> there's li- literally, there is a metric crap ton of those movies and they get more and more f- awesomely and famously ridiculous as they go. And it's beautiful. Uh, the cat, the cameos, if you watch them for no other reason than the cameos and the campy humor, uh, then yes, you'll, you'll be having a great, great time. Uh, but he's also responsible for movies like mutant vampire zombies from the hood megalodon atlantic rim apocalypse earth and many many more uh we have a great chat with thunder sharknado was one of his more serious works we have a great chat with him about how he got into writing what convinced him to write sharknado and and how how that just kind of exploded and took off and yeah it's it's a whole lot of fun thunder was a, a a great interview and i you, you guys really don't want to miss this it's so much <laughs> it's a fun. pretty great episode uh, so again, Friday morning, you can listen on all your favorite podcast providers. 
But hey, why wait till Friday? Because for as little as $3, usually by Tuesday, sometimes Wednesday morning at the worst, you have the opportunity to get it with early access on our Patreon channel. So for just as little as $3 a month, you'll be getting early access uh, fun with both audio and video options on our Patreon page. So anyway, that's that. I don't have anything else to say. I the only other thing trip. I have to say tonight is remember, dear friends, if you don't make your own serotonin, store-bought is okay. And in the words of Sarah Ray Werner, hydrate, don't dehydrate. So, drink water. Exactly. All right, y'all. That's going to conclude us. Ben, Sam, thank you so much. And John, thank you for not killing us tonight. And we'll yes. catch you guys later. Goodbye. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of the FSF podcast, we want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, please contact us by means of Twitter or Instagram using the handle at FSF Podcast or go to www.fsfpodcast.com and click on the contact link. Thanks again and hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank <laughs> you.